got me out of this one. Better than here, than dead in the core. Who got? What's up, Lisa? Thanks a lot, Mr. Jar Jar. Appreciate you opening up our podcast every single uh, week. Uh, just to let you guys know, my name is Mark. Uh, this is Jonathan, and we are the Coruscant Courier Podcast, bringing you all things Star Wars news to just complete shenanigans. Uh, we'd like to welcome today a very special guest, a good friend of both of ours. Not really a friend in the Force, uh, but he's 30, and he really hasn't seen the Star Wars movies, uh, at least in quite a while. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce Mr. Lance Taylor. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I take that as a compliment, I guess. Well, you should. That's your, that's your 30. I mean, and, I mean and, that just means I get to experience what you experience later in life than you do. I feel like it might not be the same, though. Um, but I mean, we, did, we did have him watch episode one, Phantom Menace. Uh, he actually watched it today, so it's fresh. It is and we'll uh, be asking him some questions later and giving his um, unfiltered opinions. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. What about you, Jonathan? Oh, me too. I am super excited to hear a perspective from a Star Wars watcher that actually isn't a huge fan. Because I think that sometimes in the, in, the, in the Star Wars world, Mark and I will admit this, there is some bias against some of the movies or for some of the it's, movies. It's mainly, it's so. mainly from Jonathan. Oh please, <laughs> we we do appreciate we do appreciate the outsiders' view of the movie because I think that we can definitely, you know, get some get get some insight shed on some of the movies that maybe you know that's a perspective we're not seeing because we've seen you know, them so many times from a particular. My wife is wanting a she shed, but you know what? I want an insight shed really badly. An insight shed. That's what you said. So, wow! Thanks. Yeah, I probably got right. my my words mixed up there. But yes, we are super excited to have. Lance it's on Father's the Day. It's Dad Joke Day. Sue me. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, Mark. Do I have to, do I have to be on the show now. Oh. You do. I didn't sign, you up. Already I didn't sign up. I didn't sign up for the dad jokes. Hey, Mark. Oh, oh, I got some great Star Wars dad jokes for today. All right, let's honor, hear one. In honor of Father's Day, what better than having a dad joke? All right. Well, let's hear one because any more than that is just too much. What did Obi Wan tell Anakin about his relationship with Padme? Oh, I've not heard this one. Don't what? force it. Don't force it. Uh, I don't. I, that's. I feels uncomfortable. Can I just go ahead and apologize to all the listeners that you have? Please, please take a minute, Lance. That's how long it's going to take. A whole minute. I mean, it might take two. I mean, I want to say me and Joel are half of your listeners at work. <laughs> it's true. That's true. We'll have Joel on here pretty soon. but Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so, Jonathan, before we jump into episode one, sure. Um, I don't know if you noticed in Lance, this game was definitely um, created when you were probably in high school. Um, but Star Wars Episode One Racer, uh, finally is getting released on PS4 and Switch uh, as of Tuesday um and that's exciting we played i played racer revenge uh i never actually got around to star wars episode one racer uh did any of you guys play that by any chance i did uh, not no 
No. I no. played, of course, we, you and me both played growing up, Mark, Star Wars Racer Revenge, which is a fantastic game. Unfortunately, yes. some of those characters are no longer canon, which is kind of a bummer, but that was a fantastic game. Is that similar to this at all? Yeah, it's pretty much the same game. I I don't know what's different, unless it is the same game. No, it looks different. I think this one might have been the first one. Racer Revenge, I think, was the update. Um, I think it was still a PS1 game, but... Uh, yeah, I, I used to play a character on that, and I don't remember his name. It wasn't Dud Bolt. Uh, you were the weird guy. I no, always, I always liked Team Topagalis. Ah, who, yeah. Who had the roller? You know, like we saw him crash in Phantom. You know, when he crashed, right, like his his spins. His, and I also liked Sidic Rontojo, but Sidic Rontojo is no longer canon. I was very upset. What? That's how. How do you find that out? That's interesting. It's on uh, Wikipedia, the official Star Wars canon. He is considered a Legends character now. Interesting. The only yeah. Star Wars game I've played was Battlefront Two, and Ooh. I suck. And I suck at it, so I didn't play it for long. That's about it. Well, Battlefront Two is an incredible game. Uh, I, I I think I it turned to... out good at the end. Oh yeah, no, I have some middle school and high school friends. Um, some students and they yes i do um they're all boys um and (laughs) they all they all love not just the new they love the new the new battlefront 2 but they also love the og battlefront 2 so it's a very popular game it's one of the best of all time so oh the original the original battlefront 2 absolutely oh my goodness best game ever yeah i was more of a jrpg guy back in the day you know the original stuff wait jrpg japanese role-playing i'm sure a few few people know what i'm talking about but pretty much the level level up grind it out destroy the big boss guy save the world kind of thing nice well i mean that's the best way to um for my speed in a game well yeah i didn't i don't love role-playing games but uh, i'm okay with them well, how about the other new game coming out, Mark, that you did not mention? Ooh, well, I was getting there. Star Wars Squadrons, October yes. 2nd. Yeah, dude, I love... this. Is, so this is a strictly Starfighter game. Um, it looks like just the Rebellion of the Empire, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, EA, it's an EA-made game, and they are very clear that there is no paid anything. It's 40 bucks for the game, and you get absolutely everything. Everything that's ever going to come, DLCs, whatever. Well, it's about um, time. So there's no, I know there's no loot crates. It actually looks like a great game. I watched the, the trailer and some of the gameplay footage. It looks pretty sweet. I love um, Starfighter games. I remember we had Jedi Starfighter Two. That was actually the first video game on PS2 that we ever bought. I think I bought it with the PlayStation. Jedi Starfighter. That was a heck of a game. So I, I like think this is going to be a callback yeah. to that. It was fantastic. Yeah. So well, it looks great. Uh, the question I'm, is, is how well is it going to play? Because I will be honest with you, um, I did not like the play style of the new Battlefronts, the new Battlefronts uh, space battles. I just personally really? didn't. Oh, I, love I, I love the graphics. I mean, the graphics were incredible, uh, but I didn't actually enjoy playing it like I did Battlefront. Uh, so, uh, sorry, not Battlefront Two, uh, Starfighter. Star Wars Starfighter. I, I thought Jedi yeah, Starfighter I, was was better. Um, I well, hope it I mean, plays like more. Two decades away. I hope it plays more like Jedi Starfighter, but with the graphics. It, it looks like it's one. going to. Uh, I mean, it looks great. I mean, I really loved Battlefront 2's um, Starfighter. That was actually one of my favorite parts of the game. I felt like I that was more natural to me, um, and I wanted to be an ace pilot. So there it was. I, I just felt like the maneuvering was clumsy and slow. 
I, I, I did appreciate the graphics and the actual gameplay of like the weapons. I thought, I thought like the, the weapon fire and just the designs of the ships. I, I thought it was fantastic. I just, as I said, I didn't appreciate the way that it played itself. So I just felt like it was right. a little slow. Right. Uh, so if uh, Lance Jonathan I actually texted you guys a um, nice little link there. If you open that up, yeah, there is a, there is a new Star Wars fan art imagining what Luke Skywalker would look like as a young woman. So this, look is, at that. this has been going around for, this has not just been Luke. I've been seeing Obi-Wan as a woman, Mace Windu Ooh. as a woman. That was terrifying. Um, I saw yeah. Yoda as a woman. Yeah, Yoda as a woman. Who was the other one? I saw I saw Padme as a guy. I saw Padme with like that spiky hair that looked like a bro. It was kind of I guess I guess I just expected some more laughter when I saw it. But so here's what I said. The first thing I saw this I saw this picture earlier. First thing I said was, why does he not look that much different? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of SpongeBob when I am looking at this photo. Am I a pretty girl? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Pretty honestly, cute. Mark Hamill pulls it off. I gotta say, I probably say, yeah, apparently Mark Hamill. But well, whoever, yeah, whoever did this. I mean, Mark Hamill legitimately looks like Marsha Hamill in this. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, and you know, I I would have been okay with that. Anyway, all right, that's enough of that. I don't know what the purpose of that is, but that's going around social media. Like they are they are doing everyone's woman version or guy version. It's like apparently I mean, if, some if new you, trend. If you can do it do it you know I, i'm i'm cool with that uh I, I i just thought that was really interesting i was like that's just but it was just weird to me how not different that she slash he looked i was like oh wow that's almost the same person like i could see that anyway uh last thing before we get started into our episode one um 20 year review by our Ooh. reigning 30 year old so, Ooh, Lance, 91. were you born in were you born in nineteen eighty nine? Born in nineteen eighty nine. Okay, so you were ten years old when the Phantom Menace came out, and that didn't excite you at all. Uh, that's just it. I'm trying to remember. I mean, obviously, I never watched any of the Star Wars before. Like, I don't you think mean, my dad. You mean four, five, and six? You didn't watch? Yeah, any yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I never even knew they existed. I know Star Wars existed because I had like a little. Star Wars Millennium Falcon like sound yes. toy where you have to like find one sound and then find the other one. So it was like, uh, what are some some of the sound bites on it? Yeah. Shoot, do you still have that thing? That thing's probably valuable. Uh, I know, right? But it's, it's kind of like a four by four light board. You know, like you press oh, one. And, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like a little matching game, but for sounds. But so I knew of Star Wars, and I had a couple of friends that are really into Star Wars, but. So ten. If I was ten, what grade was I in? I was what probably fifth grade. Probably fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. See, I can't remember if I ever watched it at theaters or not. I've, I've yeah, I know probably... we didn't. I know we didn't get to see it in theaters because, well, mainly because I don't think we even knew it existed until. I mean, you weren't you weren't born yet, Mark. So I was too. How yeah, dare you? Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, you're. I what, was. Like... I was three. Oh, you wouldn't even. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I yeah. might have seen it at theaters. I don't remember. <laughs> but. Well, anyway, uh, I have one more thing before we jump into that. That's a little little, uh, a little tidbit. Uh, the last thing, Jonathan, I, I, I just 
I, I, I fear bad things from you when I say this, but fear bad things. Oh no. Yes. In the new comic, it's a Marvel comic. Uh, it is post episode five. Uh, Luke Skywalker will be yielding a, will be wielding a yellow lightsaber. Oh my goodness. Really? That's actually, that's actually, that's actually kind of cool. What exactly do you think I'm not going to like about this? Well, I thought you would have been like, oh, they're just doing that because Ray, ha ha, whatever, it's lame. No, I'm actually glad they're finally implementing that because there have been characters back in the old Star Wars games we used to play with where they actually changed the lightsaber colors. Everything runs back to this stupid guy. Okay, so I found that, that toy I got. I'm going to send it to you. I was talking about Plo Koon, by the way. I know, I know. Well, we're not even just Plo Koon. Not even just Plo Koon. A lot of different. A lot of Jedi had different lightsabers. Uh, that ended had different colored lightsabers. Um, in some of the comics and in some of the games that they did not in the movies. I need to. I can't think of the couple. I'm thinking of a top of my head, but it is not just Plo Koon. There is more than just him. But there is a reason they did that in canon, and I forget what the reason was. Um. But yeah, I, I really don't know. Well, but. I have a trivia question for both of you, though, since we are going to be talking about Phantom Menace today and we're going to okay. see what Lance's opinion is on. Uh, on I, have such a, I have such a disadvantage of this. What are you talking about? Uh, you might not. I don't know. You do a lot of reading, so you might know this. So we all That's know we all know that in yeah, in the Star Wars in the Star Wars universe, her name is Padme Amidala, right? Mm-hmm. Um. The fact is, is that that's not actually her last name. That is actually the name that has followed her with her royalty uh, because she was Queen of Naboo. That is not her actual last name. Do any of you know what her actual last name is? <laughs> no. I'm uh, going to know what her I feel like you would have to um, read The Queen's Shadow um, to know that and i have not read that book yet so no i do not know oh i actually read that book you're lying yeah big time <laughs> <laughs> i was like there's no way um okay so padme's real last name is uh i guess you would say naberry or naberry it's n-a-b-e-r-r-i-e that probably is her naberry probably naberry that's her that's her that is her official huh. last name in the canon well that's interesting yeah just fun fact well, that is something so why uh, so that's that is a queen name that yeah that is actually um apparently a royal title in Naboo from what I have been hmm. researching um why uh, why are you researching this like I'm just curious it's not a bad thing it popped but... up it popped I, I happened to see an article on it recently on what was Padme's actual real last name and I was like well this is interesting so I started doing some research on it and it turned out that Amadala is not her official last name. It's not her name of birth. Now, did they did they take that from Queen Shadow? Like, did it reference that? I don't know if it referenced if it referenced uh, the Queen Shadow. Huh. But I am on the official Wikipedia page here, and she was born to the House of Nayberry. Um, that's so interesting so yeah. is is naboo an actual democracy or is it like a monarchy so like was she it, ooh, voted to question. be a queen or just like a god-given right because she was born in the right family no they, they're voted in 
Okay, so that okay, okay. So now so I have an not, extra, yeah. Now I have an extra question to ask. When okay. We get to it. Interesting. Hmm. What else you got? Oh, you're gonna save that? Yeah, I won't get to it. Okay. Well, that's fair. All right. Well, I say uh, if we're ready to go, let's I say we we'll just jump right in. Let's do it. And, I can't wait uh, to hear what Lance has to say. All right. Let's get this segment started. You know, we haven't really decided what to call it yet. Um, but I'm thinking, um, 30 plus year old reviews, star Wars movies that he's never seen. Wow. Like, that might be too long. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Are we so unprofessional here? That you should just have your notifications on. Who was that? That was a Whoa. Mac notification. That was Lance. I have oh, mine on my Lance. How dare you? I've never been. Oh, well it was, it was Jonathan's text though. Good grief, dude. I don't know who to blame. Honestly. I mean, you, well, you really like, you really like pushing this 30 plus year old thinking like yeah I'm way I, than yeah i like what the heck i think we should come up with something catchy. are you are you missing a demographic is that why you're trying to like oh we need more 30 year olds in here yeah we well i mean yeah you realize you realize i act like 12 though yeah i will lance is both the most mature and least mature person I, i've ever known and it's beautiful to watch oh. him balance the two oh. it's much oh. like michael scott um <laughs> <laughs> so Yes. Now, now we're talking. That's my that's my strength, the office. Yes. All right. Well, without further ado, I say we jump in. Let's uh, do it. Let's get started with Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, Episode One, reviewed by a thirty-one-year-old who had never seen. Oh, Star Wars. that's great. That's great. <sighs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, so Lance. Um, yes. we'll have a we'll have a Q&A time after where you can ask us sure, questions sure, about sure, this movie sure, yeah. but I want to know what you thought about obviously the opening um, the first title sequence uh, mind yeah. you this was 1999 we hadn't seen a Star Wars movie in 16 years what were your thoughts just going into that movie uh, just right away yeah so Pog, perfect segue I was going to ask you know how long has it been since I guess what four five six so 16 years so I guess mm-hmm. when did they like when did they announce you know they're doing the prequels? You know that happened in ninety five, I believe. So it took there was four a years. teaser. Yeah, it was like ninety five was like okay, this is gonna happen, and then I think it got official in ninety seven. Like they actually made it, and then then they made a big deal out of it for oh, a couple yeah. of years. So so you have to just think the you know the people that saw the original Hyped. ones. Oh yeah, you talking about? I mean just emotions they had kept inside is just kind of came out so uh and i yeah that i guess when the little trumpets come and all that stuff live yes the fan the box fanfare or the uh or i guess it goes like star wars and then yeah i mean i can see where you just you just kind of look because what well, nothing nothing like that's been done before, right? You know, it's 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 pretty synonymous with you know this is Star Wars. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows that whole little what do you call it the rolling rolling whatever you call it. You talking about the screen where the credits roll? The title crawl. It's the, it's the title yeah, yeah, crawl. the yeah. title crawl. Yeah, so like every almost everybody knows what that is. Even if yeah. you don't know what Star Wars is, so I mean, do I get all hyped up and amped up for it? I mean, not really. I still think it was pretty cool. Uh, 
it does give you a lot more information than I thought it would. When you start re you, you read it and you're like, oh man, that's a that's a spoiler 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 warning. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I mean the title crawl did mention um, galactic trade routes, different politics and stuff like that. So, what was your initial reaction when reading that? Did it throw you, or did you not even really? Yeah, I mean it. I I kind of played myself. Is when it said, you know, the the Chancellor sent two Jedi, and I was like, wait a second, because you know I was thinking it was, uh, you know, Chancellor Palpatine, but he wasn't Chancellor mm. yet. So I was like, wow, like how how, you know, how deep is his little is his web? Yeah, it's like whoa. But and then I was like, oh wait, no, it's actually what was what's the Chancellor's name? Chancellor Valorum. Valorum, he's cool. I like that guy. I don't know who. Yeah, he he's a he's a pretty pretty big actor. Well, not yeah, big actor. He's a somewhat decent actor. Yeah, I so. wish I wish they didn't get rid of him because yeah, it would have been a lot different. But corruption, I understand. Corruption. Oh, throwing <laughs> throwing in a fun fact. Uh, Sidious actually Palpatine in the Clone Wars series actually calls him Valorum, not Valorum. Just fun fact. Wow, that's Valorum. Th that was Tim Curry. Or was that? Yeah, that was Tim Curry. So you can still really go canon. Back to Tim Curry. Yeah, but people say a ton of things different in Star Wars. I mean, look, look, look at Han, uh, Han, 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 Lando, Londo. Just kidding. Nobody says Londo. I was gonna say I never heard Lando. that one before. <laughs> I made that joke a few weeks ago. So. I will say right, though, well, uh, on my little notes, because I was keeping notes. My very oh, first so note. Good. Yeah, my very first note is Liam Neeson. Period. Goat. Right. Uh, I, I know. I wish, you know, I have, just so people are aware, I have seen all the Star Wars movies. Granted, it was last that year. Liam that I, in. Well, it was, it was last year that I've actually seen all the Star Wars movies because I had to watch one through eight to watch nine. So I've right. seen them all. But so yeah, you crash course them. Oh, yeah. So, and I might have skipped most of eight, but. Ugh. That's another. That's we'll a, talk about that in some other podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Liam Neeson, like, I wish. I don't know. I wish they could have brought him back for more stuff. You know? Yeah, he's done a couple things. He did a voice a handful of times. Like I know, um, I know he was there for Ray at nine, but yeah, I mean, he did the voice in. Uh, Clone Wars as well. In Clone Wars, yeah. He came back. Well, and it's 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 heavily rumored that he's going to be back in Force, Force Ghost form uh, for the new Obi Wan series. So Ooh. that's going to be exciting because he's already been so. in Ghost form uh, in the comics that, or not in the comic. It's um, Master and Apprentice, um, and from the uh, the book uh, from a certain point of view. So he's already been canonized as a Force physical Force Ghost uh, meeting with Obi Wan on. Tatooine, so I think it's totally going to happen. Do they? So I haven't read any comics or books or anything, but have they actually fleshed out, you know, his story, or is it pretty much Quagons? Yeah, hmm. is it or is it pretty much kind of you? Kinda we know some guess. of we know some of his backstory. Um, there's, I mean, we also, not much to be honest. Yeah, we know we, a lot more about Dooku. We, yeah, we actually get a lot of Qui-Gon's backstory because of Dooku in Attack of the Clones, where Dooku actually says that you forget, Master Obi-Wan, that uh just like just like Qui-Gon was your master, 
I was once his. And we're like, oh, crap. We didn't know that. You talk, Wait, you, really? Yeah. Duke was talking yeah. about Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, gosh. Well, he has seen the movie, so I'm not yeah. really spoiling well, it for him. Well, he's now he's, but now he's watching it like in context of Don't like, worry. what's I'll, going on here? I will forget. <laughs> <laughs> I will forget. <laughs> Yeah, he was, yeah telling really us off, he was telling us off air. He was like, hey, I watched this today, but I probably don't remember a lot of it. So, yeah, so, yeah I, I like guess. Liam. Whoever casted Liam Neeson for that, I mean, hopefully. Oh, it was gorgeous. George Lucas. Business. Was it? Well, yeah. hopefully he's doing the business because good job. Lucas, <laughs> Lucas literally was, he knew exactly what he wanted in the movies and he put exactly who he wanted there. Like, Ewan McGregor was his pick for Obi-Wan. Like... He, that, he, was he, another, that was another yeah. great pick, I feel like. Oh, man. Perfect. Yeah, what was your – so now that you're talking about Qui-Gon, you know, you popped in and you saw Liam Neeson. What did you think about the young Ewan McGregor on oh, you know, that first episode? That, so that's actually my third note was oh. Obi-Wan's ponytail. I wish he would yes. bring that back. Granted, right. his, his, his luscious hair at the you know, episode two and episode three are great too. But yeah, yeah that the, little ponytail. Was the Obi-Tail. And then the little bead thing I noticed, is that a is that just like a code or doctrine for the Jedi That's Council? that is the, the beads are yeah, that's yeah, the symbol ahead, of oh that's the symbol of being a Padawan. When you are a Padawan learner, that is the braid you have in your hair to essentially make a public declaration that you are a Padawan. Uh so seems kinda seems kinda cultish, but and once and once you be Well, once you, I mean, have you, you seen the Jedi Order? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, they one, take you at birth, pretty much, and then you don't even know your parents. So, wow. yeah. so who, who's actually the bad guys here? That's what I'm. <laughs> that's 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 kind of the point of the prequels, man. Yeah, that's that's it's a beautiful. Ugh, I love it. I love it. And yeah, so just make observations when you're watching episode two, and you'll be able to make mm. some observances about the Padawan braids because once you pass the trials, uh, that is no longer required. Yeah, so, I know Obi-Wan chopped his off, and I'm trying to figure out how Anakin got his little foot-long ponytail beads within, I don't know, I don't know how long it was between the the scene where Obi-Wan finished the trials and then the celebration, but I don't know how he got that foot-long little bead ponytail in that, that fast. Well, that's, I think it's a clip-on thing. It's not, oh, like, I don't think it's, Yeah, it's not really real. So, I mean, Obi-Wan, but so maybe eventually. But. So Obi-Wan probably just unclipped it and gave it to him. Yeah, I don't know how it works. I mean, because Ahsoka's like in Clone Wars was like, they pulled it off, so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, let's stop talking about braids. Uh, what was your second note before we skip uh, over? Second note, so this, and this is part of it, you know, because I have seen, and I did like the Clone Wars and a lot, the animated yes. series. But no, my second note was, you know, when did they start making battle droids? Because that was, because I mean, I guess how far into the quotation war were they in where they needed the battle droids? You know, just so the battle droids were really just the Trade Federation's security droids, I think, uh... um, because they were technically a neutral system. I mean. There wasn't really a war going on, but they that was just their security force. And they, it's pretty clear that they were not that advanced until much later because um, they were pretty dumb. And it's controlling yeah. it all from one ship, like really, yeah. was that smart? Yeah, and that's actually one of my notes where I just go, and you'll hear me say this a lot, just total ineptitude and incompetence is mm. the moral of the story, I feel like. <laughs> At least for the separatists. Okay, well, I, I think we should just go through your, your notes because they seem to be pretty linear. Um, yeah, so yeah, I followed them. 
Um, oh, I forgot where this was. This I'm telling you, I forgot. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll tell you. What did he send? Yeah, okay. Quagon. Quagon said he sent something. I think they were they were on the ship, right? So he was this after he met Anakin? No, no, no. This is this is before they even went to down to Naboo. I think. Oh, you're talking about well, they're still up on the on the Federation trade. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he said, yeah, he says I sent something, and then I guess Obi Wan is like I don't feel anything at all, and like, oh, since. Yeah, he sensed. sensed, He sensed. I thought you said sent, like he sent a message. I was just like, like, I don't remember this part of the movie either. We need to rewatch this. Like, like, oh man, I gotta put this back in. (laughs) (laughs) He sensed, like he sensed. Oh, something elusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, Lance? What do you think he was sensing before we jive in here? Mm, Well, so I do know, and I think I side most with Qui Gon. Like, if someone would be like. Who would you be? I'd probably be Qui-Gon because he's he's pretty neutral, but also kind of opinionated and isn't. But it's also willing to be like, hey, you're an idiot, and I'm not gonna do what you're telling me to do. But and I think he's he has to be pretty strong with the Force, right? To do the oh, stuff yes. he can do. Oh yeah. I mean, he's a Jedi Master. He's definitely not weak yeah. with the Force. But I'm talking even Master level. He's I think he's I'm guessing he's. Maybe top three? I don't know. No, I would say. What do you What do you think, Mark? Probably top ten. Top top, top ten. Five. Ooh. Top five. Wait wow. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're gonna put. We're gonna stop right here. You're gonna put <sighs> Qui Gon Jinn. You're gonna put Qui Gon Jinn over. I mean, you, you, so basically, you're gonna put Qui Gon in with the group of Yoda, Mace Windu, Kaidi Mundi, Plo Koon, and Qui Gon. You're basically gonna put them in that five. Hundred percent. Wow. Okay. Um, because I, he is he is the true he's the true Jedi. That's true. I, I, I okay. I see that argument. I can agree. With, and I can and agree by force, that. he is one force, with the I don't, force. I don't, yeah, I don't mean just pure power. Yeah, I just mean right. Because apparently there's different types of you know using the force. You know. But, right. But yeah, no. Well, I would what agree. Do I, with what do I think he sensed? Yeah. What do you so, think that he's sensing that is elusive here? I mean, Wait, what, doesn't oh, isn't Obi Wan the one who says that he senses something elusive? Obi Wan does, yes, but he says it to Qui Gon. And then Qui Gon says he doesn't sense anything. He says, he says, like Qui Gon said he does. Uh, yeah. So Obi Wan is the one who says to Qui Gon, I, "I sense something elusive." Elusive. Uh-huh. And then Qui Gon tells him to keep his mind on the here and now. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. And then, but Master Yoda said, "I should be mindful of the Force." And then, yeah, mindful of the living force. Mindful of the living force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Were they? Was he sensing like maybe it was a trap? Uh, or, I, or or are they sensing you know like a big move from like the dark side? Mark Mark might disagree with me here. I don't know actually Probably. his opinion on this, but my opinion, uh, because we have to understand what is the theme of the movie Phantom Menace. Who is the Phantom Menace? Um, all Good indicators question. would actually point towards it being Palpatine. He's the true Phantom Menace. It's not Maul. Um, I, I, I would actually, Lance, I think what you just said about sensing the dark side, sensing a big push from the dark side, is exactly is exactly what Obi-Wan was sensing. And I don't actually think it was Maul, because he said this was elusive. Maul was meant to be revealed. Palpatine was not meant to be revealed. He was supposed to remain elusive. I actually think he's actually sensing the movements of Palpatine and the grand order of the plan he's putting out. Mark, what's your opinion? 
Yeah, pretty similar, honestly, because for me, the for for Obi Wan to send something that Qui Gon couldn't or didn't, that says something to me. Because what happens to Qui Gon at the end of this movie? Spoilers, he dies. No, um, we think we don't know. Right, we think. Right. Well, I mean, if Darth Maul survived, then I'm pretty sure Qui Gon could have survived his ceremonial burning. Do it it for me. Yeah. Bring him back. So what I'm what I'm thinking is I think it because it lasts is something that lasts beyond Qui Gon's life, and I think that that would have to be it's one of two things. It's it's Palpatine, or it's anakin's future but i think palpatine seems more likely so yeah so i'm, I'm but, guessing what he sensed wasn't necessarily hey something is happening right now it's just something is hey, off hey something is, is happening. happening yeah yes yeah because yes. i do something. know because i do know in episode three yeah i've seen it whatever it's uh, a good one yeah what's up revenge of the sith what's up uh, R-O-T-S. You know, when Order 66 went through, best order ever. Uh, wow. You could, and they, they had that little single scene on Yoda where he literally could feel everybody dying. Mm. So that's kind of what I thought. I went, oh, I guess Obi-Wan is feeling something happening. What is happening? But I guess it's not necessarily a singular. But it's more of right. a, hey. So there's a shift in the force that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But not necessarily. Yeah, but, and he's not necessarily because of an event. Yeah. 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 That's 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 great, Lance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah All right, let's move on. Let's what else you got for us? And I guess the next one was the ineptitude everywhere, because that's when uh Yeah, that's when they gassed the chamber. And um well first off, how did that robot know that they're Jedi? Uh, I think just from the robes, and well, they probably saw the lightsaber as well. That was TC fourteen, TC fourteen at your service. You, you think as a Jedi you would be sneakier, but I don't know, whatever. That's well, then there wasn't any reason to be sneaky because they were known as the peacekeepers of the galaxy. Yep. Um, but I think sense. they requested specifically not Jedi. Um. Uh, okay. So whenever they got Jedi, they were like they started freaking out. So oh, okay, yeah. I, that, well, that actually that actually makes more sense now to why they are being so you know, hmm. abusive, really. Yeah, the <laughs> we, whoever Newt Gunray is, whatever. We get the indication that Valorum was not supposed to send Jedi. He was no. merely just su- supposed to send your typical ambassador yeah like yeah. Gotcha. somebody somebody like an uh a padme somebody okay. so it looks like a power move whenever yeah, you're yeah, sending yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, can, I can see where they kind of get on the offensive end but. so quite honestly i'm not obviously the trade federation was wrong the trade federation yeah. actually kind of had some actually it's, decent reason to be spooked here yeah <laughs> some merit but no like number one would be you know i guess when the droid said that should be that should be long enough. It's like no, if if it were me and they were Jedi, I would have kept them in there for at least an hour, maybe two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's step number one, and then yeah, just you really show how bad a droid army is. The yeah, they're meant to overwhelm you with numbers, but they're pretty pretty lousy. And when there's just like a group of ten, like I think I could take a group a group of ten with no weapons. Yeah, yes, I, I believe it. Yeah. Oh, how, would you, and, how, how would you take him out though? 
Uh, well, if I didn't have any weapons, I'd have to be pretty uh, sneaky. Um, but I'm a fit guy, so I would find a pipe or something. Uh, and I would just like throw throw whatever I could to distract them and then sneak up behind them and just crush them. Yeah. And then Hold steal. On. And then once I get one, then I have their guns and then it's just. Oh, yeah. After that. Shooting. They're done for. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what it's like to get shot with a blaster rifle. Probably not good. Uh, I don't really want to find I would out. imagine it would feel like someone is shooting you with a burning fire with a yeah it feel it probably would feel like a burning rock hitting into your skin that's what i would imagine it feel like yeah i will say that the the injuries they sustain it with a blaster bolt as long as it's not in like a bad area um seem to be just burns they don't really seem to be much more than that so well and, do, and, and, and going off of what you're just saying about the droids uh lance when you watch attack of the clones this next week uh, i want you to pay very very close attention Wait, I'm doing this next week. Heck yeah! <laughs> oh, God. What, did I, what did I sign up for? Uh, oh, I want you to pay very, very close attention to all of Obi Wan's dialogue with Dex when he gets into the restaurant, because Obi Wan actually talks about the droids to Dex. Um, so, um, so yeah, he he actually. Anyway, you're giving it away. I know, but he needs to keep keep in mind that your questions about droids end up actually getting answered in the series. Ooh, I love my answers questions or my questions yes. answered. All right, Lance, what else you got? And also, how many of these do you have? Oh, I have a bunch. Well, this is probably okay. your longest podcast of the ever. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, we're at thirty-seven minutes right now. Challenge accepted. And then <clears throat> I know this one's memed a lot, but how do they move so fast? When Ooh, the, the droid droids. Came? No, when the droid no, came. No, uh, four speed. Oh yeah. yeah. Four- yeah, and, force and, yeah. and we we never see that ever again. Uh, we do. Yeah, we see it in the Clone Wars series. Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's just a cop out. Just a cop out. It's kind of like a the way I see it. This is probably not very fun at all, but it's kind of a one and done thing. Like it uses up a lot of energy, which is why you don't see Obi Wan doing it uh, towards the end of the movie when they're fighting Darth Maul to get past all those ray shields, because. Uh, if he does that, he's toast. Oh, well, that, that, that gets there, on my yeah. <laughs> questions at and, the end. And, <laughs> and the, in my opinion, the closest thing you see to a force dash, force run, is, as you were just talking about Revenge of the Sith earlier, is where Sidious begins to fight the Jedi when Mace Windu and the Jedi enter the room. Um, when Sidious makes that twirling... 360 uh, force intimidation yeah. force intimidation spin um mm-hmm. he actually uses super speed to kill Agen kolar and to kill sassy tin if you oh, look the book is so graphic yes. but also jonathan i will say that this is not an episode three podcast uh and we're only in the first like four minutes of the movie so yeah, we are. <laughs> i'm just saying that there is there is continuity to his question we do see okay. it in the clone okay. wars and we do see a bit of it in revenge of the sith yeah. Good question, Lance. What yeah, else? Yeah. What's your next uh, note? Next one is Padme's boyfriend voice. So when she's on <laughs> the little the little oh, communication thing with what are they? What is Duke Gunway? Like what is he? They are uh Nemoidians. Or is that, or is that I have no idea what it is, but where she, you know from the planet Kata Nemoidia. You know, it really, really deepens up the voice, gotta be nice and stern, like I don't like what you're doing. That kind of stuff. That's that's the only thing I took out of it was, oh, okay. She's being very... Yeah, mean. that was an interesting choice. So they're actually, the reason they did that, this is from The Queen's Shadow. Um, again, I haven't read the book, but I know some stuff of it. But 
they actually would do that monotone voice because she would often, and as you see in this movie, have doubles and that would you know pretend to be the queen. So if they all had the same monotone voice, it would be very hard. Uh, first of all, it'd be very much easier to copy the voice. And then secondly, it'd be very hard to distinguish that between the different handmaidens. And I guess jump into that. So because there's a few times where it's obviously the double who's making orders. So right. technically she's allowed to make an order even though she's not actually the queen. Um usually she'll like if you whenever you they're escaping from um the city of Theed, she looks over at the actual like she'll look over at the at the group of handmaidens and the actual queen will say something like we are brave your highness and, and there's different cue words that are like yes and no uh, and stuff like that. So it's actually really interesting. Um, so do they have to have like little group sessions together? Like, hey, this is don't go around screwing stuff up because that's not how I want this stuff. <laughs> right. Well, I think anytime, like, I think when she's in public, like in the Senate, I'm ninety percent sure that is actually Padme. Like, honestly, Kira Knightley and her are so similar. It is extremely difficult sometimes, even for me, having had this movie for twenty years. Really? Oh, wait, that wasn't still... that wasn't the same person. No, it was Keira Knightley. Oh, wow. Yeah, Keira Knightley and um, Natalie Portman. So it's hard to tell. I know, it's hard to tell the difference. They they fooled me. And that's how Keira Knightley even got started, just because she looked so much like Natalie Portman. Good for her. And they said Natalie Portman's parents even got them confused when they realized that, like, the red carpet night and stuff. Wow. It's pretty funny. And then, I guess, because we're on Padme. So, Jonathan, you said she's elected, right? Uh yes. Or Mark, they're elected. How old is she right there? Uh in um, this in 14. episode one. No, no 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 no. In episode yeah, wait wait a minute. Hold on for a minute. Yes, she has to be fourteen at the beginning of episode one. And yeah. and are we sh- assuming that she's been the queen for prior than episode um, one? We do not. And there is no a- she's a new queen, and that's why they feel like they can get this done easily is because like, Oh, she's new. She'll be a pushover. Uh, I do remember if, if you recall, yeah. Palpatine says, Queen Amidala is young and naive, you know, mm-hmm. controlling her will be no problem. If you do remember Who? that line, how do they not have rules for, Hey, you have to be 36 years old. To that's be... a, that's a fantastic <laughs> question. <laughs> Who elects a 14 year old kid to rule well, the yeah. planet? That's a good or, question. I have or, to or was this all Palpatine's doing and he was just planning on it the whole time? I have no idea. He's it's he's in deep. He's in real deep. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's an interesting question that uh we can't answer at the moment. So because I for one wouldn't vote for a fourteen year old. Ever. <laughs> well, I mean, if that fourteen year old was me, nah. I think you would, right? Well, fourteen year old Mark is different than however old you are now. Oh no. Padme is pretty lit, so... I mean, 14-year-old Mark was chubby Mark, right? Or was that... Yes, I was... Okay. Well, it was just getting out of the chubbiness, but just yeah. Just getting out of the chubby? It was, it was Chunky Monkey. It was Chunky Monkey Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... All right, next one. And this was a good one, because I see this all the time. How do you just lose communications? Like, I, f- like I feel like they just push a button. Oh, communications lost. We, we scrambled them up. You would think, with their technology advancement, 
there'd be it'd be a lot harder to just sever communications you know i think i don't that's a good question i mean i've never looked into that but man you're just pulling out all the stops today ask that that one more question ask that one more time so he wants to know like how in the world are they jamming communications so easily like are they just pushing a button that says jam because it is because i know in the clone wars the the cartoon they're always jam jam the transmission and then like the robot goes done you think someone would make like an anti-jam transmission or whatever? I mean, come on, it can't be. But then it wouldn't be Star Wars. That yeah, I don't know. I think it's true. just because of the simplicity of their communications. I mean, I think there are specific channels that aren't jammable just because they don't know about them. But if I mean, if there's communications, it's pretty easy. Just like throw up this wall of radio silence. You know, it's kind of like not like an EMP, but like you just throw out the same signal and it distorts it and. You can buy a jammer today that can cover up to. You can buy a jammer today at Radio Shack. Get yours. Not a sponsor. Well, not necessarily a whole planet, but it's a designated area of communication that they're able to block. And it was a blockade, so there was a lot of shit. There was a lot of location. Yeah. Great question, though, dude. Yeah. Well, the next one's not really a question. It's just I went, oh, Jar Jar, and then the hand on my face emoji. Because <laughs> that's the beginning of it all. Just running into Jar Jar. Just getting in the I way. love Jar Jar. I like him. I like Jar Jar. What, what are you, give me your unhindered thoughts on Jar Jar Banks. Um, I can see why a lot of people really didn't like him. Um, I know you are talking about Amon. What's his name? What's his first name? The best guy who played him. I'm at best. I'm at best. Yeah, I'm at best. Like, I, I feel that he got a lot of flack he probably shouldn't have deserved. Yeah, but it's if I were to sum up Jar Jar, it would be he's the comedic relief they relied on too much. I feel yep. like like if they would have just used him maybe half as much, or if they didn't just make him just so obnoxiously just in the way and stupid, I think I would <laughs> I would have enjoyed it more. I think he is a good character, but. Yeah, I just think they fell on that Jar Jar stick too hard. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I yeah, mean, but, but I mean, did you like him though? Did you find him annoying? Uh, bits and pieces, I did. You know, the little this is this is me just from a, a movie standpoint. And uh, and, I, and I and I feel like this is a George Lucas thing, but he does those really quick cuts just to kind of show something that happened that's kind of doesn't really matter. And there was a few that had Jar Jar in it and just went, what was the purpose of this? Even though it only took 20 seconds, you know, why, why did he show us this? Like, okay, whatever. He was like, right. Hey, let me show off this really cool CGI stuff. Look at this. Yeah. I think so. But I would say, well, did you know he's actually the first CGI character ever? And they Easy. were writing the code for him as they were filming the movie. In that case, yeah, you could kind of think in 99. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was probably big, big time. Jar Jar's the reason we have Thanos. That's all I'm going to say. Oof, man. Thanos, I am I am team Thanos over here. <laughs> Just saying, I would snap my finger in a heartbeat. You know, side note, and we don't, please don't comment on this, but there's actually a group of people that believe Thanos is actually the good guy. Uh, I'm, in the, I'm in that group. All right. 
Sorry, I know. <laughs> well, Lance, this will be the last time we we hear from you. But <laughs> uh, no, I can I can see where he comes from. But yeah, 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 yeah. All right, what hey, else yeah. you got for us? So, yeah, oh, Jar Jar, and then next one. <laughs> I want one of those breathing things. I would love to oh have my one of those God. breathing things. But how do you not accidentally breathe through your nose? That's my question. Um, training? I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like I would have to get a plug. You yeah, you, you probably. Well, I mean. Yeah, but yeah, what if you just, accidentally breathe through your nose? You screwed, man. Yeah, it's true. You're I, screwed. Yeah. I believe that. It must have been so hard to swim in those little Jedi clothes with the capes. They must have been yeah. so heavy. Yeah, it would have been pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have felt like, you know, wearing but, but a how sweet were those bubble doors? Yeah, that's pretty tight too. Tight too. Yeah. Like where it's did so where sweet. did where did the Gungans get that technology from? Right? Thought, they have like some primitive technology, but like pretty sweet stuff. Yeah, that's still have a grand on me. Oh gosh. There we go. Which leads me to my next one. I need a Jar Jar translator. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. I can help you with this. And then in parentheses, I went, "Why doesn't Disney Plus have subtitles yet? Why do I have Does to? Is it, do it not? Mm-mm, I have to go through our TV. To yeah, get it. there's wow. no. It's not like Netflix or Hulu where you can just pause it, go to the settings, and and do it. Yeah, Disney Plus. Oh, I have subtitles for, like for the Mandalorian stuff. Do you? Is it maybe, maybe it's... you just don't know how to do it? Out of curiosity, no, I don't know how to do it. Which line was in question? Was it in this scene? Uh, yeah, it was pretty close. It was. I mean, I'll be honest. When I was growing up, I didn't know what he said half the time. Like, I got the gist of well, it. Some of it's supposed it's to be. Right, like... I think so. The way I, I kind of jumped it on that one because I want to just make sure it's supposed to be somewhat inaudible at times. That's kind of the point. Yeah, I want to say when they were they speeding away were they speeding away from gungan city in the, sh- in the yeah yeah so yeah in the sh- in the ship there's parts where he said oh, okay i have no idea what he just said and then when they made it to the end and they're they're at that like window xp looking background place with all the green hills that he said some stuff there i, went, I have no idea what he's saying well he says yeah. in he says in that in that water speeder and uh, i will translate this way he said You've unleashed the beast. Yeah, I love Jar Jar. So, uh, oh, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, he said, so it's you'd say, you'd say, boom the gas. So, boom, boom, basically, boom the gas. It's then crash into Boss's head lever. So, basically, he crashed into um, Boss Nass's head. Yeah, he basically crashed into Boss Nass's head and then, then banished. He got banished because of that. So, he's being clumsy. So, how do you know this? Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably right. I probably I, don't want to know. I have Jar Jar is one of my all-time favorite characters, and I've been doing voice impersonations of him since I was probably thirteen or fourteen years old. So, um, oh, I know, I know. It's uh, I've I've been there for most of it. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Yep. Surprised yeah. you don't have a Jar Jar costume. Well, it's pretty tough you, to look like Jar Jar. You, well, you could uh, you could make you it. You could work. get one. You can make and work. then you can I one. should, I, I should quote this to you as well, Lance. When he goes crazy, whenever they see the monster, remember when they turn the lights back on, and uh, yeah, Obi Wan yeah, yeah. and Qui Gon are like, oh, "Just, just uh, calm down. We're not in any trouble." And then he goes, "Monsters yeah, out there, looking in here, all sinking and no power. When are you thinking we're in trouble?" What he's saying is, he's like, 
He's like, how? Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, that's just one that's hard to I got hear. that one. And then he pinched him and knocked him out. Like, I would definitely want to learn that one. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan was like, you overdid it. Oh, did he? Did he? Oh, and I guess I feel like it might have been because I was younger, but I felt like that water scene was way scarier back then. This time, always a bigger fish. This time, not so much. Back then, I was like, oh, that's scary. I'm never watching this again, but this time it wasn't so bad. It's always a bigger fish. Okay. Well, I'm I'm still glad that you uh, enjoyed those scenes, though, because those are some... They're different. There's not many... There's honestly not many Star Wars scenes like that one in in, uh, Mm -hmm. inside of that speeder. There really isn't. It is extremely unique to The Phantom Menace. Um, and, then, and then at the very end, when they actually reached topside, you know, they actually made a physical, I guess, prop of it. And I think they did a really good job on it. Well, well yeah, it little, little known fact, little known fact, episode one, Phantom Menace used the most physical sets out of any Star Wars movie. Oh. Really? I did not actually, know that. That's, that actually segues to my next point, where... Where did they shoot that castle scene when where the queen was? Because there's no way they built that. That had to be an actual castle, right? Uh, That's a good question. You know, do you do you where have they, okay? So let me ask you another <clears throat> trivia question, then Lance, because this might answer your question if you can figure it out. Did you know? Do you know what the Phantom Menace budget was for this movie? Their, their budget. What was the budget to make the Ooh. movie? Is it like astronomical? Is it, it just a crazy number? For 1999, this was insane. Was it like over 100 million? Yes, it was. Oh my god! It was 115 million dollars. Oh man! So I don't get me wrong. I agree with you because of how incredible it was done. That you would have to think it's a castle. But they had a huge budget. It would, Mark, Mark, what's your opinion? It would not surprise me if that was actually. I know what he's talking. He's talking about the Naboo Palace. Do you think yeah, that was? Yeah. Just, do you think that was actually like a set, or do you think that was a castle? I'm actually looking it up right now because I've never considered that. There's question. no, there's no way they would just waste. Oh, here we go. Waste Palace of Caserta in Italy. Okay. Yeah, nice. Wow, there's a there's a whole list of places where they film stuff. Wow. Um. Yeah, pretty cool. Nice. I want to go visit. That. That's my next vacation. Hey, I heard uh, you said Indeed. it's in Italy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard Italy's given some pretty good savings yeah, for, yeah, for you to go there. So I mean, yeah. So the there. palace, the uh, the palace was filmed in Italy uh, at Caser- Palace of Caserta. Some of the outdoor Naboo forest scenes <laughs> were filmed in the UK in Whippin Whippendale Wood in UK. Um, Spain was also another portion of uh, the city of Thede, Plaza de España. And Italy had the Naboo Lakeside, and that's episode two. So, so yeah. how do you how do you find these things? Do you have a guy who just, oh yeah, I've been there. This would be great. Or I mean, probably. I, mean, I, I, I can't, I don't know how else. I mean, I, I, I would probably you... somebody that, oh my gosh, I've been there. <laughs> hey, I went to this place. It looked really good. Right. Well, my, yeah, name, uh, my name's uh, George Lucas. I'm trying to uh, film a new Star Wars movie. Um, I hear your palace is pretty cool. Can you can, can, can you give me a description? Like that's kind of how I imagine he would. Well, I'm sure. Fun. Well, wait. I thought you were talking about the fan side. Like, how do you find so, out where they filmed uh, it? I'm thinking more like 
How did George Lucas cast. figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah. cast. Yeah, I mean, they had somebody had to have been there to be like, hey, this would be perfect. Oh, for I'm sure that's like scene. a bunch of people's jobs to find <laughs> locations. Well, I want that job. So somebody, yeah, that somebody would be cool. Pick me up with that. But. No, uh, I guess just jumping on scenes. Joel told me to start watching that gallery thing, the Mandalorian one. Yes, this would be real oh. quick, but. Yeah, that little LED bubble vacuum, whatever thing. The volume. Oh, that's oh. so cool. That's so amazing. Cool. Yeah. That stuff like I the like. Actors get to see everything as it's happening, mm-hmm. just like we do. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm curious to see where that that leads us to the future. But yeah, that's just my little spinoff. Because I saw that today too. Because thought we were doing this podcast two hours ago. So. Right. That's true. So. But you know. It's okay. It happens. When, when Jonathan's got to do something, he's got to do something. So that is, that that's true. That may or may not be code for going number two. Uh, but <laughs> Jonathan, heck, we forgive you. Um, what the heck? You know, you have um, a version of irritable bowel syndrome that mainly just affects um, your ability to well, push. He must have. He must have um, had something with gluten in it. Okay, yeah, I don't know yeah. what is happening here, but I don't know how this <laughs> how this show always gets turned on. Hey, how can we insult Jonathan in any way possible? <laughs> well, you make it so easy. You it's do, just Jonathan. You like do. our last episode, I think was the best one yet, and it's because I was just so it fed up was. and done with you. Yeah. Okay. In the words of Jar Jar, this is all I'm going to say to you. My warriors, Gungans don't like an outsiders. Don't expect a warm welcome. Let me tell you, next and, time I see I you. I think that's why, John. <laughs> Point exhibit A. You are jealous uh, of my star quality. Right. Um, okay. Anyway, I, I'll add one last thing to the locations as far as fans finding out where it is. Uh, I think, I mean, there are some crazy Star Wars fans, case in point, um, that are going to find everything about it. So uh, that's probably how they did. Anyway, so Lance, hit us with the next one. Uh, next we're, one. Making, we're making good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I got some stuff I can skip to that y'all have kind of answered. But oh, that's next cool. one was like wardrobe change. Padme's wardrobe. I mean, that's just ridiculous. dude. That has I mean, been I, that has been a Star Wars conundrum for like since the Phantom Menace. I mean, I mean, Phantom Menace's beginning. And this is where the cuts kind of confuse me too, because you don't really know how much time has has happened. But right, like she was wearing one extravagant thing and then literally next cut something different and i went that had to have taken all day to take that off and put that on well it had to that's why she's got a handmaid bro even then even then from a now from a star wars movie perspective like being in the movie uh this was actually cultural of things of especially people of royalty would do is they would always change outfits especially the queen's like if you if you continue to watch all the movies, you, you wait. Watch... I mean, I change outfits a couple times today. Am I royalty? Oh dear. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Were you wearing a poofy headdress? Who wants to know? I mean, I'm not talking about your hair. I'm actually talking about a poofy headdress. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, yeah, Dolphin's right. It was very customary, but at the same time, there was also a reason to that, and it goes back to the voice too. They would wear that heavy makeup and like obviously different colors and different headdresses so that ding 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 they could better conceal who was actually inside uh, the queen's i guess body, that, i guess yep. i guess that makes sense i guess that makes sense. Well, and those robes were like specially like um coated like the handmaidens one specifically they were like fireproof 
bulletproof. Like they were not just cute little like robes. Like they were legit. Like they were, they were the real deal. Well, and, and think of it. They were like the secret service. Oh yeah. It was, it's insane. If you do all the research on that, it is, it's pretty incredible. And on top well, of that's that, what I, that's what I got you for Jonathan. So I don't have to research it. That's true. Well, think about this yeah, too. Jonathan researches it so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about this too. Um, since you brought that up, imagine Jonathan, you should think about making a podcast with all your Star Wars knowledge. I know, right? Yeah, you should do that. Oh, it's maybe fun. you'll have more than four listeners. Wow. Do you know? Do you know? Actually, who... our average audience size is eight. Wow. <laughs> it's just so funny to say out loud. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking from outside of a Star Wars perspective, uh, a Star Wars perspective, like from the movie, like being outside the movie. Imagine having as the set designers, hairdressers, clothes designers, everything, having to get Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman into those horrible. clothes. They must have hated George Lucas. <laughs> like, I could not even imagine. And the makeup on top of it is ridiculous. Oh, man. Oh, well, that's man. another thing. Like, like other movies, just you really don't really put in comparison just how much work you know, makeup is yeah. and costumes are. Yeah, that's why I always stay and watch the credits. I don't know who you are, but I'm gonna stay and watch them because I respect them. Wow, what a, what a saint! Yeah, what yeah. a saint! Yeah, I would expect the same for me. But hmm. I wonder how much makeup people can make doing that stuff. Oh, I'm sure they were paid handsomely. Uh, pretty well. I mean, they do a lot of work, though. I mean, that is, that's true. Some makeup takes twelve hours. I mean, oh like yeah, the Grinch like that. He yeah, spent yeah, that's what I was at least of. eight, ten hours a day in makeup. And he almost went crazy just yeah. in that process. That's it. I mean, you know, that's a third of your day. Well, how how long do you shoot for? Right. Well, I mean, you just like five or six hours. Take it off. Well, yeah, exactly. I'd like, hey, 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 let's just keep this on. Yeah. All right, Lance, what's up? What's up next? Uh, I'm gonna skip some of the other ones because they don't really care. I went poor droids because the droids died, and I kind of like the droids. Roger, Roger. Hey, y'all, hey, Brokey. Yeah, they broke. Uh, some of the cuts did make sense to me. I brought that up a little while ago. Like, how do how do you feel about the wipes? The transitions. Uh, I mean, I guess they're okay. That's that's that seems to be typical Star Wars, right? Where yeah, you, I dig it. I yeah, love the wipes. Yeah, I, I dig it. But yeah, some of those smaller cuts, like the fifteen twenty second ones, that I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to you know either bring some humor or try to build somebody's personality up but i don't know I, I feel like people's big actions do a better job at that than other stuff i'll have to re- i'm gonna rewatch it now and and keep that in mind and look for those yeah like, just yeah this yeah there's there's almost one. b-roll cut yeah kind of sort of that yeah that um so here's okay so here next one is you know anakin bringing in the heat on padme well mm. And how old is Anakin? So he's he's just nine. He's, he's just nine. nine, and she's fourteen. He's probably gonna marry her someday. That thank is, you, Weird Al. Thank you, Weird Al Yankovic. That's yeah. That's uh, oof. But, well, good moves. Got. I like it. I like it. Good moves. Uh, what's a Doug? So Bulba said. Oh, okay. So oh. a Doug is the species that Sebulba is, who is, of course, the. The enemy walks, of walk, Anakin walks, while he is... walks on his hands, 
his yep. eyes with his feet. That is a Doug. No. Uh, and he goes, he looked, you know. He looked yeah. so weird during the race when he was, like, cheering, you know, and he was actually standing up the right way. That looked so weird to me. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, Doug's are, Doug's are kind of funky. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it bad that I know some of his lines? Um, it's not bad, but it's sad. <laughs> well said. And then, and then the next one, I, went, I don't know why this popped up in my brain, but it's just kind of how my brain works, where I forget stuff for 20-something years, but then you know, one little thing triggers it. Do you remember, it had to be when it came out, like that My My Mr. Anakin Guy, Gonna Be Vader, much later song? That is weird. That's, no, what, we, that's what we were recording. Yeah, that, okay, too. okay, yeah. That popped in my head when I was watching them just walking in the desert. Classic. Yeah, classic, classic. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Which leads us to my next, next one is I hate child actors. I have never met a child actor who is, I don't know, good enough so you didn't like you didn't like little anakin didn't like jake lloyd huh i didn't i feel like they gave him well i don't know i've never been a fan of child actors they're just uh, childish annoying yeah and they gave him some some weird lines too where like know, what G- give us one i want to hear this from your perspective well, well i mean i don't with an with impersonation please but it's one of those just the stuff he says and the, your buddy here is about to be turned into orange goo. He picked a fight with a yeah, dog, an especially like, dangerous like dog called the Bulba. Something like that, or he'll just... There was an awkward line, though. I can quote it for you. I think I know which one you're talking about. I've always thought it was weird. I never liked it. It always made me cringe. Um, remember when they were sitting around the table and Jar Jar, of course, is trying to steal the fruits with his tongue? Don't. Yeah. Don't do that again. How rude. Um, and then, uh, you know... He asks them what they're doing there, and he's like, uh, "Like, like, have you come? Have you come to set us free? You know?" And Qui Gon's like, "No." And then they explain the story of like, "Hey, our ship crashed." And then Anakin goes, "He's like, I had I a think, dream." Yeah, he's like, "I think you have. Why else would you be here?" And I was just like, "Oh no, huh. it's just yeah. so." It never bothered me. It's so cringy. It's, it's just it, it yeah. I mean, it I, see, me, maybe just because. But he's There's an innocent little of... kid. He's an innocent yeah. little kid. So it's he, but it's showing his intelligence. That's what we understand is that Anakin is I, so beyond I, advanced his age. You know, and that might that might be it is because yeah, you maybe just because I watched it when I was so young. I just I, I to this day like I'm an actor and I've been in theater for years, but it doesn't bother me. And I maybe that's just I I block it out, but. I mean, I don't have. Any, I mean, he's a kid, so I don't expect anything that much better. I mean, obviously, it's he's not like a Stranger Things actor. Oof, yeah, those are probably those the are best great. youngest actors I know of. Probably. Yeah, and that's that's more of a new wave. There really wasn't yeah. a lot back back then in the nineties. Yeah, now they're dropping that. now they're dropping cuss words but, every other sentence. It's bad. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's but true. Jake Jake Lloyd was um, kind of has a lot of issues. He's been in jail. Really? He's got like schizophrenia, Dang. not from Star Wars fans. He even said himself, he said it really wasn't the fans. He said it was, he said, just try going to high school, having been in that movie. That is oh, true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So it's really sad. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. I mean, if you can do your best at not getting a child actor, I feel like it's usually a better movie. 
That's just my thought right. process. Or yeah. gotta keep them at a minimum. Don't make them a main character. But. Well, it means the chosen one. Yeah, yeah Darth uh, Vader. Yeah, which, uh, which leads up to the next point. Uh, apparently, he's yeah. the prodigal son. Yeah. A lot of people had an issue with them starting with him so young. Like, why didn't we start more episode two age and whatever? But we saw the whole. I can, the whole I can story. see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is, and there's really no point in changing it because you just look like a fool. But so yeah, next one, Prodigal Son? Question mark. Yeah, um, um, I guess some you... people have attempted to make that connection. I don't see it because he's not running from something bad. He's running to something good. So he becomes the Prodigal Son in Episode Three. Uh. Mm. Well, that's deep. I just yeah. surprised myself. <laughs> and then let's see next one. I don't know if we have any like Dragon Ball Z fans, but over nine thousand. Yeah, over twenty thousand. Midichlorians. That's uh, funny. But I am that's super funny. glad they spent like two whole sentences explaining what a midichlorian is, because I never would have known. How do you feel about midichlorians? I mean, I'm definitely a fan of power levels. Because mm. then it, it kind of gives you uh, like a baseline. Idea. Yeah, an idea. Like, oh, hey, this is just like, well, well, I wonder what my numbers would be. I'd probably be like a five. Maybe. Maybe a six if I eat a really big lunch. I don't know. Well, wow, Anakin's over 20,000. Yeah, Anakin's, yeah, he's higher than Yoda. It's like, oh, and my you'd be, gosh. you would be at six. If you ate a heavy lunch. Yeah. Something like that. Or like, I wonder what my number would be. You know, It's like, how? Oh, I think your self-assessment might be accurate. How? Yeah. It's like, how far, how far away am I from the top of the top? Uh, pretty far, Lance. Pretty far. Yeah. But then you're like, okay, well, what about Darth Maul? What is Darth Maul? Oof, I have no idea. You know, what is, what is Palpatine? Oof, I have no idea. Yeah, we should we should build an app where it's like it's just a midichlorian reader. You can type <laughs> in a character, <laughs> or you can like take a blood test from your, like, into your phone, and it'll tell you what you are. Yeah, another thing. Yeah, I didn't know those little walkie talkies are blood test analyzers. Yes, I and wish. well, there are a lot of things, but they're also originally a toy, not a toy, like a radio from Radio Shack. Like it's really? the bottom part of something from Radio Shack. Yeah, nice. and that's nice. what it is. And then let's see. I kind of, as we go farther on, <clears throat> my notes kind of get less and less because I really got into the movie. I forgot. Wow, to that's amazing. Yeah. Yes, because it goes to like the best part. But this is part of it. It's like oof, because I was starting to daydream there. It's like, what if Qui Gon was Anakin's master? Like how uh, it would have changed. How everything. different would that have been? It would have changed so much. That would have been. Cause then, who would uh, who would who would Obi Wan have trained? Mm. Right. No idea. Some 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 rando that doesn't matter. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think if Qui Gon and that's, I, I'm sure I don't know if you've seen the Duel of uh, Duel of Fates, um, Mandalorian Gallery, but Dave oh, Filoni talks one. about why that is yes, um, of why that is called Duel of the Fates because they're dueling for the fate of Anakin because if Qui-Gon becomes Anakin's master, his fate is entirely changed. And if Darth Maul kills him, everything's different. 
so Anakin needed that that fatherly authoritative um, personality to be his mentor and his master where Obi-Wan was great, uh, but he was too much like a brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's kind of the Bob I was getting. So good. Which, anyway, which actually keep going, which we were seeing revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Just go ahead and yawn, John, take your time. <laughs> well, hey, you guys are the ones <laughs> taking all the conversation, man. I'm just listening. Um, but, oh, you ran out of Jar Jar in person. Obi Wan says, "Yeah, he's he's sitting in the corner, like, oh, what else can I say about Jar Jar? What can I say in his voice? I gotta figure this out." Wow. <laughs> Obi Wan says at the end of Revenge of the Sith, "You were my brother, Anakin." So I mean, you're not wrong mm-hmm. by saying that he needed the fatherly figure because Anakin, I don't think ever respected Obi Wan like he respected Qui Gon. Um, but Anakin also in Episode Two was like, "He's like my father." Yeah. Then he throws something at the wall. Yeah, he was pretty. He's pretty pissed. Oh well, poor Anakin. Actually, no, poor Qui Gon. Yeah, poor Qui Gon. <laughs> I love ah. Qui Gon. Ah, I miss him. Miss him a lot. Yeah. R.I.P. So then next was the race, right? I think that's where we're at. Yeah, the, the pod race. race. So, yeah. so this is a pretty. Um, it's got mixed reviews. Like it's pretty polarizing. Some people yeah. love the pod race, I, and some people are like, "It was way too long." Yeah, I never realized how long that race was. Yeah, this, well, how much time it? Yeah, twenty twenty three minutes. I they believe. did race. Really? They did Dang. race the Boonta Eve Classic in three laps. In so three laps. So. That's yeah. about right. <laughs> Which that's one of my things. I wish NASCAR was only three laps. No crap. That's that's right? boring. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Pod racing is awesome. Yeah, I wonder what pod racing is like. I know they ter- had that game out. But... It'd be terrifying, let me tell you. When we're, I'm the only human that can do it. Yeah, and he's the only human that can do it. So, I mean, does that mean aliens have higher midichlorian counts than humans? Um, I think they've got different reflexes and different reactions. Mm. Um, what a question! I know I that one guy has multiple eyes. So I, I think, think Anakin, and also multiple arms. I think Anakin just had an advantage because. He had so many midichlorians that he was able to see things before they were coming. If you look at some of and Qui-Gon even Well, no, that. Lance raises a great question though, Jonathan. Uh, like how why is he the only human that can do it? Like why are humans so terrible well, at it? Well, maybe he's the only human that he knew of at that time as a little kid who could do it. That's all I'm saying. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like if there's another human cuz here's the thing, you know, you know different races are different tracks. Well, do people go to different planets to race? Or, oh yeah, you know? so and that's the thing. I mean, so he's got like somewhere there's got it because they, I'm pretty sure humans are what the main race of the galaxy. Maybe yeah, they're kind of the supremacists. Yeah. But you see in Anakin's room, even at the Jedi Temple, like during Clone Wars, you see a pod racing poster. So I feel like he knew most, if not all, of the big pod racers. So I believe him when he says he's the only human that can do it. And I think that's just uh, that's a great question. I wonder. Why humans suck at that? Hmm. Yes. Or, or maybe you know, Boonta Eve is just such a backwater race. They're like, I'm not gonna waste my time on that one. Well, if you see, if you see, I mean, the the close up clips when you're actually like, you know, pod uh, the uh, not podcaster. Um, now this is podcast. Pod oh my gosh! The, I know. The no, the actual pod racer view. When you're actually seeing them go through the caves and the tunnels, having to dodge walls, I mean, it's just oh, it's terrifying. You're just like, wow, you better be really on top of yeah, your game. Yeah, maybe humans are just chickens. Maybe. You know, I wouldn't. I fa- wouldn't do it. Do we know how? Do we know how fast they can go? 
Uh, it's over. Uh, definitely, it's over 100 miles an hour. Yeah, I mean, NASCARs go faster than that. Yeah, but yeah, but they go around right. a track that is like just the same. It's, it's just, just a, a left turn. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, they're not dodging. I mean, we can, we, Yeah, we can start taking pot shots at them. That'd be fun. Yeah, like, oh, wow. And it's the rednecks from the left taking shots. <laughs> okay, so you guys are uh, going to freak the crap out when I tell you this. What do you think a pod racer... Uh, what do you think a pod racer's um, max speed is? What do you think Anakin's max speed was? I'm going to say 500. Miles per hour? 500. Yeah. 500 miles, yeah. Uh, I'd probably say like 350. I don't know. Mark, you were closest, but you were off. Uh, 584 miles per hour. Good lord. Wow. That was Anakin's top speed, was 584 miles per hour, which is 941 kilometers. That's why you see him catch up to everybody so quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's because the other top speed... He did was say eight, he built the yep. fastest racer. So Bulba's pod racer was 829. Anakin's was 941. Dang. He could go 941 miles an hour or kilometers. Kilometers. So oh, that means... Faster. So he had the fastest pod racer. By far. No, oh, so that was true. That wasn't just a gimmick. Very interesting. And and I, guess, uh, I, think, I guess that's another thing that makes Anakin so hard to believe is... Just how smart he is. Is like, oh yeah, I built this pod racer. Oh yeah, I built this C three PO. Oh yeah, I built yeah. da da da. I'm like, yeah. How do you feel about C three PO being created by Darth Vader? So every time C three PO episode four and on says, "Think the Maker," he's literally thanking Darth Vader. Oh man, I never thought about. But that. did did three PO know? Oof. No, he did not. No, but he his got his memory wiped because he's an idiot and probably couldn't keep his mouth shut. I like how he is still sassy though. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they never got rid of the sass. And naked. Yeah. And My pops, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that was kind of hard to believe. You tell me this little chump kid can build all this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so hard, but the dub, 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 it just sounds like it's like a it's like you're driving buying your own business and then these two frat bros pull up beside you and wife beaters with the you know the thing hanging off the back of their truck and it's just like black smoke and it's like okay this is extra yeah just yeah just so yeah like you put a muffler on that thing, man. But right. uh, it's, yeah, it's sound is, sound is so It was weird. for intimidation, I'm sure. I mean, you can imagine how intimidating that was next to Anakin's uh next to Anakin's that's, pod that's racer, true. how small I mean, it was. Holy Yeah, God. that's like yeah. for the for you audio files out there, that's like analog versus digital. Yep. <laughs> and then how did that one guy I think you said at the beginning where it's like a rolly thing? That was Team is... Toe Pagalies. So, so you're saying he has to like poke his head out to see where he's going? No, there was actually a, a there was actually a uh, screen in the middle that he was able to see in front of him. So, yeah. yep. So he yeah, it he, kept him safe though. So when he blows up, yeah, he, he, just, just rolls. he just rolls. He purposely, yeah, he purposely designed that so if he crashed, uh, he would be able to survive, and he did. In so, canon, he did survive. So, 
Did any of those pod racers die in that race? Uh, most of them Ooh, did. The only yes. ones, the only ones that did not die, um, were very fast, very dangerous. Yeah, were Sebulba, Anakin, Team Topagli, and Ben Quadraneros. Ben, no, but you're missing one. Ben Quadraneros, and you're missing one, Mark. Well, I, I wasn't listening to you. I just wanted to say Ben Quadraneros' coupling device is gone. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. Can you just tell us, John? Or are you just going to like... Oh, wait no, I was, waiting, I, was, I was waiting for you to uh, to answer because I thought you knew. Cause I, you're no, just... I, don't, I don't even know who you didn't include. So, no, so the only people that survived were, as I said, were Sebulba, Anakin, Team Topagalis, uh, Ben Quadraneros. And if you recall, there was a particular pod racer who had a team of PK droids. And the PK droid oh. got too close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was so What's worried that name? droid got hurt. That was, you, by the way, that was Odie Mandrill. Odie Mandrell. He survived. Uh, loosely based off of Howie Mandel, actually. Yes, it was. Little known fact. Really? Okay, that's total lie, John. Don't buy into that. <laughs> Why would you even need a pit stop crew if it's three laps? Um, I will say that there was hmm, that's a great question. there was a couple. Yeah, I don't think Anakin took a pit stop, did he? No, nobody did. Except for that one. No, guy. just him. Yeah. Well, he they're there in case you have a uh, like R2, C3PO were there. I think they're just there in case you um, like something goes wrong catastrophically and you gotta get it fixed. I, I guess that's my only that's my only reason. Uh, keep in mind, I, I only brought up those five. There were more that survived. I was gonna bring them up, but uh, Dud Bolt survived. Um, Aldar Bido. I love Dud Bolt. Dud Bolt, Aldar Bido, they both survived. Um, John, I just want to point out 90%, actually almost 100% of these people, and at least two-thirds of the people on this podcast no um, care very little about <laughs> who, is, who know, survived. Forgive me for being a true nerd, okay? No, it's very thorough, and I appreciate it. And normally I would care, but the thing is, I just don't think anybody else does. Um, <laughs> if somebody wants to write us or comment on our YouTube and say, oh my gosh, I need you to finish that list of who survived, yes. then we'll We'll oh, spend yeah. half an hour on it. Fine, uh, let's do it. But until that day comes, um, I'll just shut up now. I say, we, yeah, thank you. you. You said it, so I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sick of being picked on, man. I do everything I do. Jonathan, you're too much of a nerd. <laughs> Jonathan, you don't know anything. Jonathan, you're annoying. Jonathan, do you even watch Star Wars? Is my what I do. do. Yeah. Do people say that yeah. to you, Jonathan? Oh no, never. People never accuse me of not knowing Star Wars. People just hate my opinions. Sometimes. That's true. Uh, Plo Koon is dead. I just hope you realize that. You know what? <laughs> you are fired. You're, you're <laughs> no, honestly, the biggest disagreement I have, honestly, Mark and I, I actually think Mark and I have a very similar taste in Star Wars. We love all the movies. I would just disagree with him on the sequels. I didn't enjoy them. I'd say other than that, Mark and I have a well, pretty. We just, we just enjoy different sequels. Like yeah. I love seven. You hate seven. I'm okay with eight. You hate eight. I hate nine. And I'm and you okay are like, with nine, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark and I'm I... I'm just not as bitter as you. Mark and I would have disagreements with some bitter of the... Bitter's a good like word to, for Jonathan on that stuff. That's a good word. Bitter. Yeah, very bitter. Very well, good. as I said... You're so bitter. Wow. But as I said, that's why I appreciated Lucas, is he stood his ground, 
he waited a long time to release his movies because he wanted them story told the way he wanted them told. So I respect that. And that, so is that why is that why he waited so long for the prequels? Well, yeah, he waited. Uh, he wanted the technology. He waited sixteen years. Really interesting. Yeah. Well, because he wanted to have Yoda be able to fight, and that wasn't going to be happy possible in the eighties. Um, so he uh, he kind of just put it on the shelf, and then things changed in his life, and he was like, "Meh." Yeah, I'll revisit Star Wars. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, let me tell you, Phantom Menace all time is the, uh, well, up until, I should say, Force Awakens was the highest grossing Star Wars movie of all time. And I believe was, what was it, Mark, number three of all time until Force Awakens? Uh, I'm not super great on the movie numbers, but it was up there. I mean, it was huge. Just huge. What if you but, what if you compare it to today's numbers? Like if you were to take like the numbers, yeah, 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 yeah. Like where would it be there? Would it still be uh, saying, all oh, time? I'll, wait, I'll all time or Star Wars movies alone? Uh, Star Wars, Probably all alone. time. Uh, just, oh, yeah, Star Wars, just Star Wars. Okay, because so, you, you think that sixteen year gap really? You know, you're like, oh, if you don't have it now, you really want it, and then when it does come out, you're like, oh man. Yeah. So if you want to go by highest grossing. I actually already have this up. I have, a, I hope. I mean, great, gratefully, I have a photographic memory. Um, but oh, well, here Jonathan goes again. Sometimes I mix up the numbers, so I'm going to actually read the list here. So, He's also dyslexic, but photographic memory. I'm not yeah. dyslexic. Um, so technically, box office. If we're going to go pure box office, do we want to go domestic or worldwide? Worldwide, man. Worldwide, bro. Galaxy wide, bro. Come on. Okay, so let me go. Also, we have largely gotten off topic, but uh, it's just for fun. We have. <laughs> okay, so the the total numbers here, um, if you if you want to go highest grossing worldwide, um, okay, I already got it. Okay, one, so adjusted. Well, okay, number one um, is still Force Awakens. Number one. Which one is that? What number is that? Well, wait. Okay, seven. this is. This, so I I have some pushback. I have the worldwide inflation adjusted highest grossing films of all time. Okay, uh, I want that one. I don't know if you want that. Yeah, one. I, want that Mark. One. I don't think mine's inflation. Go for it. So yeah, this has inflation. Um, I'll give you the top five movies. Number one is still Gone with the Wind, which I disagree it will with. Never but be top. Wow. When did that come out? Yeah. That was 1939. Uh, yeah, Dang, it, it was that made a trillion dollars more than Titanic. Holy smokes! Yes, and then so Gone with the Wind, Titanic, Avatar, Avengers: Endgame. And remember, this is inflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Star Wars: New Hope, number five. Oh. And then number nine is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. And ten is Avengers: Infinity Phantom War. Phantom should be pretty close. Sixteen is the Avengers, and number twenty-two is the phantom menace there so yes go. until well no it, yeah star wars you know uh new hope is always number one so collective is and that's for relationship. Yeah. i've seen a lot of different numbers yeah and i'm sure but, i'm sure it's impossible to get the true number but right like I, I think gone with the wind with inflation i think the inflation just makes it yeah. look i again i i have zero zero knowledge on this this is just me think, talking out of my butt yeah, but I I think that I think that's just off. I'm excited but for it, Avatar too, though. I heard that one's in the make, right? 
Well, yeah, there's going to be like three more of those. Oh, that avatar. But, I was talking about that. Okay, avatar side note. Can we get can we get back? What can we get back to episode one? We're we're really oh. trudging along yeah, here. Sure, with, sure, sure. Stay on target. Yeah. Stay on target. Yes. Yeah, hey, target. that was one of the sounds on that the game I had. Oh, uh-huh. that's yeah. that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's selling for a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars on eBay. I don't open. Should have kept it. I'm an idiot. Totally should have. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next note. So Bulba played himself. He done goofed. Trying to push him over. Yeah. Push him over on that that service ramp. Well, you yeah. know why? You know why Sebulba was doing that, right? The well, obviously, one? obviously, you know that he sabotaged his ship. I mean, you watched him do it. But yeah. Sebulba knew that his speeder wasn't as quick as Skywalker's. He was. He knew it. He absolutely knew that if he got How? in, that that machine's never been flown before. No, he knew. He knew of Anakin's potential. He knew that what well, Anakin. Well, that's uh, why he sabotaged. That's why he sabotaged it. Is he knew that if they got into a dead heat and it was going to be a dash to the end, he knew there was no way he could beat Anakin. Which is why he goes out of his way uh, over the course of the three laps to try to destroy his speeder because he knew that mm. if it got down to it. Anakin would win on a uh, a pure dash to the finish, and it wouldn't even be close. Uh, Anakin's Anakin's uh, pod racer could go sixty nine miles an hour faster max speed than Sebulba's. So interesting. interesting. It's a bold statement, but I mean, I can I can subscribe to it. But I, I would say I wouldn't go that far. Sebulba's I would just say stupid. Sebulba. Sebulba is aware that Anakin has something special. Speed. Yeah. yeah, so Bulba is highly intelligent. I know that it kind of gets played off that he's just this thug. So Bulba is very smart because, interestingly enough, Lance, I'm not sure if you knew this. I'll give you some uh, old-time fan knowledge here on the pod race. You saw Ben Quadraneros obviously get one foot out of the uh, one foot off the ben line, Quadranero. and he blows up. You, you see his coupling device go everywhere. You know Ben Quadraneros? Um, yeah, yeah. So, Sebulba, we don't see this on screen. Sebulba, the guy who looks like an Alice in Wonderland. That guy, yes. yes. We don't, you don't see this on screen, but in canon, Sebulba had already sabotaged his, uh, his pod racer because Ben Quadraneros was the number two racer in the world and was the only one that was consistently challenging Sebulba. So he sabotaged Quadraneros, and he knew the only thing he had to do then was just keep Anakin pretty much off of top speed, and there's no way he could lose. So just some Ooh. fun f- fun facts there. Just some fun. I facts. like this. I like this Sebulba guy. We'll win at any cost. That's that's my that's my type of game. Poodoo. Yes. <laughs> Poodoo. All right. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> and then next one is pushy the buttons because that's all Anakin did was like. Bee, 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 bee. Wasn't it cool? I've always thought as a kid. I always <laughs> like what is going on. Like trying to get the the other the, trying to get them to ignite again. That yeah. was kind of with the switch. Yeah. He's a like, he's like a genius he, man. He's a genius. I feel like he was just. I feel like he got lucky there. Nah, I'm gonna push this button. What's this button do? Boop, 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 boop. Okay, cool. We did it. Yes. Straight through. Congrats. How much money did he win for winning that race? Do we know? Um, that's a great question. Um. Oh, hold on for a second. I know this. Come on, Jonathan. Your stupid memory. Um, I don't think that is, of course, an answerable question. Okay, let's move on because I have no idea. Yeah, me. And I really don't wait here as Jonathan tries to figure it out. Well, when you find it, Jonathan, just let us know. Just blurt it out. Yeah. And then obviously, that's when. Let's see where are we at? Won the race, got the parts. 
What's his name? Wado. 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 Mm. My tricks don't work on me. Only money. <laughs> Only money. Yeah. He's very Italian now that I oh, think yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm sure. like a used car silver. The boy is good, <laughs> no doubt there. I wish he could have freed his mom. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really sad. That actually was the other factor on why, as you know, he turns to the dark side is um, his mom being attached. Yeah, the attachment. I remember we were watching episode two a while ago, and I was like, "What?" Are, or was it three? I think it was three. I was like, "Whatever happened to Anakin's mom?" And he just looked at me and smiled. It's like, just wait. And, and that was episode two. That was episode two? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Spoilers. oh, what the... That yeah, me. that's pretty dark. That's we'll talk about that next time. Okay, so there is actually no known number of how much he won, um, but it was significant It enough. had to be a lot, right? Yeah. It was significant enough to... Uh, but not enough to free two slaves. Not enough for two slaves, though. I mean, you had to understand how much slaves were worth. Well, he didn't, remember, he didn't get the, he didn't get the money... He kept all of the winnings oh, minus my. the parts. Oh, yeah, hyperdrive. That's right. Right, and but then Watto freaking bet it all on Sebulba anyway and lost all of it. Yep. Yeah. So, who's the real doink? Watto. That's true. Greed can be a powerful ally. Red flag. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So now they come back to the ship. Next one, Darth Maul's my favorite. Ugh. Like, oh, awesome. uh, yeah. Even though it's in the desert, he's only getting better. Yeah, he's only getting better. But how do you not, like, how do you not feel him coming up? Because can't they feel each other? Is that a thing? Right. Force users. You mean like when they when the door opens? No. And, uh, on no, I'm TV? talking. No, I'm talking. They're still, oh, tattoo- they're oh, on, they're still on Tatooine. Oh my gosh. They're still on Tatooine, and he's like in that speeder chasing them. Like, how did how did you not know he was following? Yeah, I, I think it was he just, sensed it eventually. I think it was just plot. <laughs> yeah, plot armor. Yeah, plot armor. Uh, yeah, oh, Darth Maul is my favorite for sure. He's I'd the best. Be a, I'd probably be a Darth Maul. I think. Alas, we will have Yeah. And then let's see what happens. What happens after that? They go back to Naboo, right? Or do they go to Coruscant? They go to Coruscant. That's right. That's right. And then. Oh, Anakin's like a ship, a cop, uh, a ship, a speeder. A speeder. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not there yet. A cop. I don't think we're there yet. Almost. Well, we're pretty. We're almost there. I mean, obviously they meet up with Valorum and everybody on the platform, and they tell him to go. They tell Anakin to go over here, and and Obi Wan and Qui Gon go meet with the chan. You know, they go meet with the Chancellor. So, so yeah. I mean, it's pretty much there. Yeah, uh, I think I answered it myself because I'm a smart guy. I was like, "Where's Palpatine, Senator of? He's he's a Naboo senator, right? That is correct. But is he from Naboo? Yes. Like he was born from Naboo. Mark, I am correct about this, right? Palpatine? Yeah, he's he's actually from Naboo, right? Yeah, he is. He is born and raised in Naboo. Yeah, he also killed his parents. Interesting. So. Side nice. note. So, so is that a Palpatine clone? No, that's no. the real Palpatine. No, the real Palpatine. Mm. No, no. <laughs> Mar just <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Screw it. So I think that's yeah. probably the coolest no. part about going back is after watching you know the older stuff or the newer stuff. Sorry, is you're like hmm. 
So if he's a senator, like, when did he become, like, a senator? Like, how long did that take? Because how old is he? Well, right no, this is really digging this into the really, Oh, yeah. You got to oh, understand. Yeah. We're getting how, into it now. You got to understand how much more complicated this just got because Disney, I don't know why they decided to do this. Disney decided to change some of Darth Plagueis' canon. So original canon, original canon, uh, uh, Palpatine was still being trained by Darth Plagueis during Phantom Menace, and he died. He killed Plagueis the night uh, that Maul died, okay, that night. But now Disney yeah, okay. Disney has changed the canon to where Plagueis died before the events of Phantom Menace, and we don't know how that affects Palpatine now. We don't exactly know. Yeah. So I don't know how to answer that question. I don't, I'm not familiar enough. Because you always do your little Darth Plagueis the lies spill on me all the time. Always. Because I think you told me, you know, Plagueis was supposed to go to Tatooine and talk to Anakin, right? Or that was the original canon. Was was I never I never liked that anyway, because I just don't understand like I'm like, how did he I, how did he know he was there? Right. Okay, no, no, no. So this is what you guys are missing here. Uh, this is the power uh, hey. Sorry, Mark. Whoa. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Somebody just blew some midichlorians. Um <laughs> So, no, listen, I'm going to keep this super brief. So the reason the original canon, the reason the original canon on Plagueis was so good is because it showed how powerful Plagueis and Sidious were in the force together. Um, they knew, they knew that the chosen one was somewhere in Tatooine and Plagueis assumed uh, that because of the darkness in the force that they felt, well, not necessarily the darkness, but the, the presence in the force, uh, it had arrived, I guess. How old was Anakin, uh, Mark? Did we, did we say in Phantom Menace? Nine. Yeah. So Nine. he felt, he knew that the force had spawned something almost a decade ago. So he knew the age of the boy, and he could even sense in the force because of the power of his midichlorians. He could even sense in the force where he was. So his plan was was to go and meet Anakin. But, as the Force would have it, to protect the Chosen One, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan's ship just happened to get shot down over Tatooine. And who did they bump to, Bump into? None other than the Chosen One. And it ends up, basically in the original canon, it ends up saving him from basically running into Plagueis, and uh, it changes the entire canon. So they have erased that. Uh, we don't know how the canon is now. I would assume that Sidious was aware that the Chosen One was out there because of the prophecy. Uh, I'm sure Plagueis relayed this to him, but we don't exactly know the full implication on the canon um, of what Disney just did. I'm disappointed because I always loved that storyline. I always thought that was fascinating. It ended. It 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 added so much depth and brevity to the movie. Um, the fact that this was all going on behind the scenes, but now that that's gone, I'm a little disappointed, but, uh, maybe they're going to end up giving us uh, a live action series on this. You never know. Ha! That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we won't, we, we won't, we won't get one. Although it had been speculated before that Lucasfilm had considered, uh, doing something with Darth Plagueis. So just throwing it yeah, out there. I think Sidious. Uh, yeah. Cause then you also have so. to think, you know, Wait, was Palpatine ever part of the Jedi Order? No. No? He was so, evil from the beginning. From So when he was born, he was born evil. Um, and like, 
pretty much. Not necessarily. You said he killed his parents. Yes. He killed his parents. Spoiler? Is that a spoiler alert warning? No, I heard he was good at Spanish, and I was like, oh, that's knowledge I didn't know. He could be. <clears throat> he could be. He probably would be good at Spanish. Yeah. Well, you just you just think as to the movies is how how much of a mastermind he is. You know, how much has he already done so far in episode one? Oh, uh, an absolute you know, ton. You're like, what before did he do? Well, we know that the whole trade route, the whole the whole blockade was all him. And we hear yeah, him. Yeah. But you see, here is where I have to disagree with um, with Disney, is I think this is going to end up becoming a plot hole in Phantom Menace. Uh, since you brought this up, Lance, I think your question is a great question, and I think it's going to end up becoming a plot hole for Disney, is we get the implications from Palpatine multiple times in the movie that he is in contact with someone else who has a lot of influence. The whole reason Palpatine, this is this is what we forget in the canon, the whole reason Palpatine was even in his position as a senator is not on his own volition. It's because Plagueis put him there. Plagueis ran yeah, I think the, I think yeah. I think I remember you tell me that like Plagueis was the one who kind of got him in that position. Yeah, he pulled the strings. He ran the banking clan. Now, if you don't see the similarities between us and our country with like the supposed elites and everything, uh the Plagueis, banking clan will sign your treaty. Yeah, so Plagueis <laughs> Plagueis ran the banking clan. He controlled all of the central banking systems. He had all the <sighs> money. He could do anything he wanted at the snap of a finger not only because of his power in the force but because of his money. So when you hear Sidious, or Palpatine, I should say, um, in the movie where he says, I have I, I have the Senate bogged down with treaties, in you know, procedures. in procedures. Um, what in essence is he saying there is it's not really him. It's really been Plagueis pulling those strings. Plagueis is the one controlling the middle of the politics and... Sidious the whole time has been the one controlling the blockade, the influence on the Nemoidians. That's his job. So the fact mm. that they have now removed this from the canon, I'm very interested to see how they're going to explain Phantom. Um, I'm, I don't know. I've always loved that storyline. So now that it's gone, I'm, I, I don't know, Mark. Maybe I'm overreacting to this, but I thought that it was always fun and it was really cool just to know that Plagueis was actually involved in the prequels, other than just in that one story that we got from him and. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Well, all I can say is just make a part of your head canon. I mean, we'll just we'll have to see. Uh, I haven't actually read the the article about any of that, but that's all the change um, was is that he's confirmed to be dead before the events of Phantom Menace. And yeah, and I'm saying I don't know where that came from though. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't read that yet, so I don't really know. But at the end of the day, uh, we got what we we're got. Talking about, we're talking about episode one. Yeah, yeah we got so, what we got. I was just curious because so, that's kind of how I go. I was like, oh, you know. You, you get what you get the now, but then you're also, okay, well, what about the before? What about the after? Yep. Mm, right. It's kind of makes yeah. you think. Let's see, next one. Another wardrobe change, of course. I don't know what she changed into that time. Oh, yeah. She changed into those crazy hair loops. There's like eight outfits out yeah. of the whole movie. That's where Anakin, I know exactly the scene you're talking about, Lance. That's where Anakin is going to say goodbye to Padme. And yeah, yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to relay her the message. And. It is her talking to him. That's the thing. We will tell her yeah, for you. Which I never I never really knew. But he doesn't notice her because she's in her makeup and in that basically mm-hmm. disguised. So 
um, you can actually see her tear up a little bit. She was actually very touched by it. So, Aww. so yeah. Uh, I don't know if there was a tear, but you, you can see her well up. Funny. I'm not necessarily a tear. Maybe that's too much, right, but you can okay. see her eyes All well right. up. All right. She should have his baby. What else you got? She should do. Uh, their politics are just like our politics. A humongous waste of time. Yep. Bogged down. Bogged down. Get <laughs> anything done. Let's just argue and bicker at everything. Isn't that not why she called for the vote of no confidence? She said, I... Call a vote of no confidence. Well, what did she say before that? I did not... I did not come here to watch my people die while you talk about it in a committee. Um... Mm-hmm. And wow, wow! Will, what, what do you know? I will say though, like that's if you really kind of look back and look at a different angle. I mean, Sidious just played her like a just perfect. I mean, she knew exactly. Or he knew like exactly. A yeah, just knew exactly what to tug at. Yada yada yada. You know, it's like, oh look, look at the talking to the bureaucrat who is in his pocket. It's like, oh, I mean, just got in her emotions. Well, Oof. yes, you are correct. <laughs> You I like Sidious are, a lot, even though he's evil. But. You are correct, but there's something you're missing here. Uh, you recall that Palpatine is actually trying to persuade her not to go to Naboo. He doesn't want that. That's why he's trying to persuade her that, because um, he does not want her going. He said, well, he, remember remember what he says to, to Newt Gunray? He just, he just wanted her to become, so he could become Chancellor, right? Yeah. He well, you remember what he says to, to Gunray? This is an unexpected move from Amadola. Uh, yeah. He did not even foresee that coming. So mm-hmm. for him, this screwed up his plan. Padme lit. Yeah, this nope. screwed this screwed up his plans. Um, but it still worked out for him in the end. Ended up working out, was, not in the way he wanted, yeah. but it worked out. Yeah. yeah. Quite frankly, I don't. Really, I still struggle with what his actual intention was. But like, if it didn't work out the way it worked out, then what actually was going to happen? Oh, you, oh, you, you're talking about what the whole point of Fans of Venice was, like the yeah, blockade. Yeah, I think a lot of people are still struggling with that. So, the, I know we've talked about it before. The, the whole point of what he's trying to accomplish is, uh, first of all, he was trying to cause disruption in the Senate, which he did. Um, he wanted the vote of no confidence to be called on Florum. That was his original plan because it's going to give him a chance to rise to power supposedly from the help of Plagueis, but that's not the case anymore. Um, so that was the first thing. The second thing was, is that if he could get a system as powerful as Naboo, um, basically bogged down and in control, he could then begin to influence other star systems um, with under the disguise of the Trade Federation. Because remember, in the Senate, what happens with the Trade Federation? We have no proof. And remember, like, they basically said there's no evidence that this is happening. So Sidious was basically trying to very carefully use under the cover of the Trade Federation, trying to basically get systems on his alignment. And that's what would have happened had he gotten Naboo. It would have created this avalanche in the Senate. Um, and since he was going to be the Supreme Chancellor, guess what the guess what uh, the Trade Federation could continue to do under his overwatch? They could continue to knock down star systems. So that was his big plan on that blockade, is he was basically going to start invading places, and he was just basically going to start basically going in with martial law and taking over places. Um, So if that makes sense to you now. Does that make sense, Mark? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Well, that does bring up one of my questions later on. How do they not have proof? I mean, you, you've mastered hyperdrive space, yet 
you know, you're so, I mean, granted, I get it. Your planet's away. Yeah. Just send a ship out. Yeah, I'm saying just send, yeah, just send one right now. But like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give us a, Hold on, I got Bruce on it. Yeah, Hold on, yeah. let me let me ring him up real quick. Hey, are y'all being taken over? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a ugh, really. That's yeah. just me trying to think. That's just me trying to think logically over here. But, yeah. All right, good, good question, buddy. Good I hope question. I answered it sufficiently. I think you did. Well, you answered it, yeah. and <laughs> what you said was sufficiently long. Oh, Mark. You um, know what? I, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is this, is this I Lance, it's just you and me now. Yes, yes. This is the whole plan. <laughs> Whoa, uh, that was creepy. <laughs> I, I, I dig it. Uh, next one. I don't know y'all talked about it. I think last week, but just how mean Mason Yoder were. Like, oh, why do you gotta be so mean, guys? Right. But, I can just see Taylor Swift singing "Mean" yeah. with a banjo. Someday I'll be living in Theed City. Wow. Wow. All you're ever going to be is me. How do you only have eight viewers? This is, we need to right? do it. It's we golden. Need, yeah, well, well, maybe eight viewers we'll at one time. Our, we'll you, our YouTube channel is going quite well. Is it? Yeah, 21, 30. 21 subs. Hey. And a, uh, a video with 500 views. What's that? So, yeah, monetized. Yeah. No, not too bad. No but let's be real. It's but it's, let's be real. It's not great. But especially from, uh, especially you know the last season of Clone Wars, you know they make make out Mace to be a total d bag. Even yeah. though oh, I love Samuel Jackson, and I'm sure he doesn't care, but oh my gosh, can we please give him like a redemption somewhere down the road? That's totally know. happening. No, somewhere. no redemption. Totally no happening. redemption. Um, no. No redemption for Total Mace Windu. No, if they redeem happening. if they redeem Mace Windu, I am done with this stupid or, series. I mean, Let- or maybe do something later in the future where he atones for his sins or whatever. Okay, atoning, or I'm okay with. Or where he at least apologizes or something. Because let me tell you something: the whole reason Order Sixty Yo Obi, yeah, I screwed up, bro. All right, let's let's get back <laughs> to it. The whole reason Order Sixty Six. I'm sorry. The whole reason Order Sixty Six even happened was because of Mace Windu. It's all his fault. Uh, the way he mistreated Anakin, the way that he... Hey, Jonathan, what's that? Oh, oh, that's a rabbit trail. Sorry, you were already on it. <laughs> hey, uh... I was just saying, he doesn't deserve <laughs> redemption. That guy is, and I'm pretty sure Filoni made that clear. He's long dead, guys. He's not coming back. You heard it here. He's, com- he's coming back. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> you, got the, you got the inside scoop. But... We shall see. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of mean. Lance, save us. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just one of those... Uh... Well, he's too old. Well, say he, it. I mean, he, say what? Yeah, they de-aged him quite nicely in uh, Marvel, so Captain Marvel. So it's gonna be. They fine. did, didn't they? He's dead. Is he? I think so. Nope. I think Filoni or, made that very clear. Or he and Plo Koon buddy buddies for now. Oh, trust me. If Mace Windu, if Mace Windu's alive, Plo's alive. I'll just tell you that much. There's no way Filoni. Oh, if Plo's that. alive, in that case, Mace Windu's alive. Yeah. I could just flip that. I around. could see that. I could see that. But I'm just right. saying is that Filoni made it very evident uh, that uh, I think the nail's in the coffin for Windu because everyone hates him ten times more because of what he did to Ahsoka. So how, how dare you call Ahsoka Tano yeah. citizen? How citizen. dare you, sir? Like, like, bro, she just brought probably the most dangerous Sith person. To that point, yeah. To you on a platter. Like, I would have been like, boy. Yeah. 
but whatever. Uh, and I'm pretty not anti Jedi, but I'm pretty anti Jedi codes and you're anti Jedi establishment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So, but he's, he's so you're more new age Jedi. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'd probably be a Qui Gon. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, a you know very, what? very uh, lawful neutral. Yeah. Chaotic neutral. Maybe. Okay, why did you? Why did you have to bring Dungeons and Dragons? That's not that? a hey, Dungeons man, and Dragons thing. Hey, I was actually hoping he would because there is a Star Wars Dungeons and Dragons type thing. Out I there. know. I kind of want to play it. To try it out. Yeah, and so, alignments yeah. were not created by D and D. They existed before that, but D and D used the, them. But the memes hey, Jonathan, are D and D. Jonathan. The memes. Jonathan. Are Jonathan. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. I mean, Jonathan, what do you even know of alignments? You, you're like opposite of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm chaotic good. Yeah, okay, yeah, as you kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, yeah. though. My chaotic yeah. good people, my chaotic good people seemingly have this. Have this. Are not are not chaotic good. Are not chaotic no, good. Like, yeah, chaotic I, think, good. I think you, yeah. It's like my, don't really it's care like my character devolves and they just, well, you know what, I'm bored with this good crap. Let's start killing some people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back on topic okay. um, yes yeah they keep you know the prophecy who you know brings balance mm. to the force you know nowhere does it say balance means for the good because what do they say you know shit haven't been seen in a millennia well to me that seems like there's too many good force users and not enough bad force users so yeah. maybe the balance balance is supposed to be for the bad. Well, GL, the creator himself, George Lucas, has said that balance of the force <laughs> is no evil. Oh, so. that's dumb. Well, <laughs> I like truthfully, it. the force was never appreciate. meant to be dark. That's t- considered an abuse of the force. It's considered a, a, a tainting of it. So it actually yeah, brings it's it out like of balance. It's, the dark side is, is the mustache of facial hair. It's just an abuse of power. Oh, hey, I'm growing my mustache out, actually. No. We shall see. That was I'll a very... Welcome, uh, to, welcome to the dark side. That was a very, very, <laughs> very interesting uh, analogy there, Mark. I did not expect you to say that. That's pretty good. So, so then, kind of jumping ship. You know, the episode, uh, I definitely don't remember. But where they sh- the Force people, you know, the Force dad, the Force brother, the Force sister. So you're telling me... Ah, uh, Mortis. So you're telling me that... The bad force guy is tainted and shouldn't exist. Well, he kind of does go cray cray. Yeah, he goes cray cray. Okay, me saying cray cray is lessened when you repeat it. You know, okay, that's that's <laughs> well. I mean, I've seen a ton of Avatar: The Last Airbender the past three months. Same. So like, I'm so like, I'm I'm super. I don't know because you're the one watching it, Jonathan. Um. So I'm like really into this yin and yang stuff, and you can't balance. Come on, George Lucas, balance is a balance. You can't just pick one. I don't know. I would have been, I would have been a Sith. I already know for sure for a fact I would have been a Sith. I would have been like a bad. Now you'd be General Grievous. Me, General Grievous. Yeah, but I wouldn't have died. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, that's okay. So please say. I gotta say, say I gotta say, since he brought that up, other than Star Wars, that's gotta be the greatest franchise ever created. Like, I, I very, I see a lot of Star Wars. For sure. Wars. For sure. I, I see a lot of Star Wars in it. Like, there is very much 
this element of peace and tranquility and like, like basically like a Jedi, like don't act on emotion, you know, don't let, don't, don't get attached. There's very much that kind of star Wars aura to it. So I guess that's probably why I appreciate it so much. And I still, Oh, get this Lance and viewers, listeners. Sorry. Whoever Listener. Mark has still never watched no. Avatar The Last Airbender of the series. He said he can't get he yeah. never got past the first episode. Now I'm telling him you oh. gotta get to this seems episode. so irrelevant hey, right hey, now, hey. guys. No, well, well hold on, hold it's on. Relevant now. Mark, I would like you to watch it and then I will start a podcast on oh. a Star Wars look at Avatar. Ooh. Okay. I'm in. Sweet. Just just because Lance asked me that. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad we got that accomplished. I feel like I've done a lot today. Yeah. Let's see. Well, you haven't. You've talked a lot. What but... else do I have here? So I guess. Okay. We'll... Yeah. So... Yeah. We're so I think we're to Pretty close to the duel now, I aren't mean... we? Yeah. Yeah. My note is y'all. Praise the Lord. Yas, best music ever. But before that, this kind of dun, popped dun, up dun, in my dun, head dun, 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 dun. because um, I think I recognize. There's one dude with Watto at the Padre. Sorry, we're going back now, but what? Yes. What? Yeah, like what other? Because that the the actor who was with. I'm him. so glad you just asked this. Yes, the guy next to him, uh, the, mm-hmm. the crazy looking white guy. Is that what you're saying with the spiky hair? Yeah, that yeah. is Warwick Davis, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he yep. is he is the same character who plays Wicket the Ewok. Um. Who else, Mark? Yes, he's the same actor. Um, he plays Wicket, and he also he's been in every Star Wars movie since that. But he also plays the same character that you see in Episode One in Solo, a Star Wars story, as part of Enfist Nest. When you see his face, same guy. I haven't finished Solo, but I'll watch it. Yeah, Mark, which scene is that? Which scene is that again? Where do we actually see that? Because I I remember seeing him. That's towards the very end of the movie when she takes her helmet off, Enfist Nest, like when they're refining the coaxium oh so it's right before they meet the marauders and beckett and everything it's right right before that no it's it's way at the end of that it's the end of the movie when the when emphasis nest is taking their helmets off oh okay and... i know what you're talking about yeah 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 Yeah, i have no idea what you're talking about but i'll, I'll get there eventually the question is um you know what what other callbacks are there that as someone who hasn't who didn't grow up with you know four five and six the originals we waited 16 years. Did you know for a fact George had to throw in some like little Easter eggs here and there? George Lucas was you know, in it too. Was he? Yes, he was. George Where Lucas. was he at? Mark, Mark, was Lucas in one or three? Wait a minute, I might back that up. I think he's in episode three. He was three. in episode, he was episode, episode three, three. Uh, right before you hear about Darth Plagueis. He's one of the, the tragedy of Darth he's one Plagueis. He's one of the, uh, uh, well, he looks like a very rich, uh, he looks like a rich. They're from, yeah. Yeah, they're from he's like, He looks like a rich ambassador is really what he looks like. He's a blue purple dude yeah. as Anakin's walking. We can point him out to you. So he's can blink and you miss him. Perfect. Oh, but oh, no, oh, oh. no, no, Lance, Lance, Lance. Do you remember the scene here? Since you're, you're since you're going to callbacks, and okay. do you remember the scene where Anakin was about to get pushed up on the service ramp? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember seeing the bounty hunter from Clone Wars, Ara Singh? Did you see her? Which one is that? The Aura Singh, the really freaky looking chick, the bounty hunter. Who hangs out with hangs Boba out with way Boba. too much. How do you spell her name? I'm Googling her. Uh, A-U-R-R-A, Aura, and then Sing, oh, S-I-N-G. Oh, Sing. 
Look at her image. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was up on the yep. ravine, right? Yep. She makes a brief cameo appearance there, so that's another callback you'll see. Nice. But I was thinking more specific. Well, was she in the original ones? No, I don't believe yeah, we so, ever saw So I'm mostly, mostly talking like, who, what in 4, 5, and 6 was kind of brought back just to, like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. I'm glad I came back and watched this movie 16 years later. Other than R2, other than R2 Not and enough. C3PO and Warwick <laughs> well, Davis. I mean, good lord, they bring R2 back for 7 and people went crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just didn't have anything to do. But that's another other than the big, day. other than the big main characters, Jabba the Hutt. I mean, he was brief, obviously. Was that uh, Jabba the Hutt? Was that Jabba who fell asleep in the race? Yes. Yeah, that's him. He spit into the gong. Okay, so so as you're watching the fight scene, um, well, actually, let me ask you one question before, like, about the fight scene, like right before it starts, and then I want to ask you about the fight in general. Just so we can move along, because obviously we can talk about the fight scene for three hours. Um, oh my gosh, yes we can. What yes we can. was your reaction when you saw Maul standing in the doorway when the doors open, and bum, bum, yeah, and he just bum, bum, bum. and he just it sticks his lightsaber out and it, and it ignites both sides? What were you thinking? Oh, oh, oh! That's just because I want to say I think I actually remember seeing that the first time. We're just like, <gasps> yeah, you just get that. Wind taken out of your lungs. She was like, "What a double duh!" Because uh, uh, uh. you do. Because you. Because because if you. Because I did say or I did. You know, understand or what's the word I'm looking for? Realize, you know, when he was at the desert and he only lit one, which is very smart. They only lit one at the beginning, but I went, "Man, that hilt is super long." Yeah. That seems yeah. But yeah, I just it time they timed it so perfectly with. The, the music is like, don't, don't. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, you, you know something. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's pure. It was pure epic. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, he's, yeah, I don't think they could have picked anybody okay, else. Okay, so you're going through the fight scene, and since you brought up force speed earlier, I want to bring up the force jump. Uh, what did you think about Obi-Wan falling down, like, who knows how many hundreds of feet, and then jumping back up to the platform? That wasn't hundreds of feet. Uh, that was probably like thirty. Feet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was right? thirty. I thought it was Jonathan, that bad. was not a football field leap, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was like thirty feet. Granted, however, let's back it up though, where you know they're fighting, and they made it to those little force beam, whatever you call them. First off, why do you even have those? What are they meant for? Oh, those big beams. Are, I, I think they're you know, there's something power related. And why do they open and okay, shut? That's actually after. That's yeah. actually after the jump, by the way, Lance. That's not backing up. That's going forward. It's just FYI. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about where he fell down the hole and he was grabbing. No, I'm thing. talking about when uh, Obi Wan. Oh, yes, Obi Wan got punched. Well, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. He gets hit. He gets hit and, and he falls. falls all right down yeah, yeah. He his lightsaber. Was that a hundred feet? It was feet? close. It's got to be, Mark. Mark, what do you think? That was pretty far. He had to not only go across. He had to also go up. I'd go up, yeah, that's true. I was thinking it was. I wouldn't that say was more hundred. Pl- I'd say fifty that was more, tops. That's more plot armor. Yeah, I'm not talking about yeah. Obi Wan falling in the hole. I'm talking about Obi Wan getting kicked gotcha. off of the platform. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm not a good judge judgment of feet. Yeah, yeah, I think it was probably maybe 40, 50, 60 feet. Who knows? It's hard to tell from the angle that we're watching it from. But I guess it just shows you how resilient. 
a Jedi is. Especially Obi. Because my five midichlorians, I probably wouldn't touch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you would. Uh, you'd probably be like still 100 feet behind me like, I'll catch up, Qui-Gon. <sighs> <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, but you see, I mean, obviously it's it's hard to really show athletic abilities like that that a Jedi would have with real people. You know, I know you see it in the cartoons a lot better. Right. Obviously, obviously in the fight scenes too. You, you know, you see the just you know a normal person couldn't do it. But I think it kind of showed just how it's like, wow, these guys would trump Olympic games all day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I would love to see like, Jedi gymnastics. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, put Obi Wan in a basketball game. Check this out, guys. I'm about to dunk it from the full court. Or for us, you know, ten- tennis, you know. It's like, oh, yeah. I'd like to see some awesome. Jedi tennis up in here. I would see, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see the chosen one play some uh play some uh some tennis. Hit some some yeah. serves. Where were we going up with this again? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I know I've I've checked I've I've stopped trying at this yes. point. <laughs> no, uh I guess my one nitpick was when they made it to the little ray shield flapper yeah. things where first off, that's a defense mechanism so that they can slow down an intruder. If somebody's in there, because that's like the main reactor, I think. Yep. So right. that's like well, a big deal. Why don't they just, why don't they just keep it shut? That, nope. What yeah. am I doing? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Get it. But no, I will say, and I did put this in my notes is, you know, Qui-Gon when he, kind of sits and kneels and meditates. Mm. I mean, that is pure Qui-Gon. While Darth Maul is just kind of pacing and pacing back and forth and looking at him really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good look at just how different they are. Yeah, he's but, he's, oh, he's the OG gangster, man. Oh, yeah. Freaking love but here's a, here, here's a thing, though. I mean, because I don't think Darth Maul would have ran away, but... Qui-Gon should have slowed down and let Obi-Wan catch up. I feel like. Yeah. Well, he should he shouldn't have paced forward. He should have stayed he should have stayed defensive. And, and, and Qui-Gon's combat style, um Ataru is not good in closed spaces. Yeah. He yeah. needs to be and What form spaces. is that? Form 2. Yep. No, yeah. I, I I like yeah. That I will say that's the one thing I nerd out on are the fighting styles of the I forms. want to add I need something to, do more, to that. More research on I want it. to add something to this conversation because uh, in episode two, in the next episode, obviously, which Lance has seen, but he will watch again, um, you notice that Obi-Wan tells Anakin, let's take him together. And this also is because he remembers the last time they did not fight someone together. He had the PTSD of watching his master mm, get yes. killed. So... And that's also a note to remember for episode two. Not all quite relevant here, but definitely for episode two. Yeah. So yeah. just kind of a cool tidbit. Yeah. And then Obi Wan, he was form four, right? Sorisu. Sorisu. Yeah. Sorisu. Yeah. Was he a master of it by then? Yeah, he was. Pre- well, he was close. at night level by episode th- episode three. Yes, but he was. At, yeah. yeah. Not. But I mean. By episode, episode three, one, he was considered the master of Sorcerer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure by episode, I'm guessing he's the master of it because that's what 
he was best at, you know. It's yeah. just his it's just his personality so, and style. Yeah, so 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 I'm assuming, you know, he was if I one, remember correctly, in episode one, he was actually also a Taru, like Qui-Gon, and then after seeing how having more Sorsu would have been helpful, it. he changed. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I will yeah, so I guess that makes sense. He kinda had the same fighting style as Qui-Gon. But I will say this though, and I put this in my notes, was when he saw Qui-Gon die, whoo, that's a little bit of the dark side Ooh, that he dream. that I that I feel like he mustered up because his fighting style went pure aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's and I think that was maybe part of what threw Darth Maul off was wow. That's just it. You know, you get somebody if you're aggressive and somebody out aggresses you, that kind of throws you off because usually people can't out aggressive you. Right. You know? It's kinda of, it kinda of stunned him. Yeah. Yeah. It was honestly like he went from form four to form five in like, Mm. because if you you know anything about form five, form five is known as the way of the crate dragon or the perseverance form. Technically speaking, it's a counter strike. It's a counter strike uh, form, but form five is also characterized by strong, powerful attacks immediately followed by defense. So if you notice, Mm, yeah, I can you see notice that. Obi-Wan goes incredibly aggressive momentarily. And then, yeah, he, then he's big, yeah, then he, big, 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 swings. big swings, stops, plays defensive a little bit, um, actually clips Maul's cloak. They start fighting again. He starts counter-striking, but he gets into the same situation as Qui-Gon did. He goes back to Ataru, it seems like, and Maul was ready for it. Um, he almost pulls the same move in Obi-Wan that he pulls on Qui-Gon as they're locking lightsabers. I mean, Maul just force pushes him um, and throws him down the hole. So it's pretty interesting if you break down the uh, the Form 5 and Form 4 fighting styles. Uh, form 5 people mm-hmm. in canon. Form 5 people would have been Darth Bane. Um, well, let's see, Galen Merrick. Galen Merrick isn't canon anymore. So it'd be Darth Bane, Luke Skywalker, Plo Koon, Adi Gallia, um, and uh, Sassy Tin were all Form 5. So... Those are your form five guys. Other form form I four. I have no idea who those are. You know, you know some of them. Good to know. I mean, I know Plocoon because that's all wow. you talk about. Uh, all <laughs> you talk about. Now in can- like we should just yeah. call this a Plocoon cast uh, and mm-hmm. just let you do Here, it by yourself. I'll tell you this: form four. Here's your form four. By the way, not by the way, not in canon anymore. Obi-Wan is not considered Form 4 anymore. Um, I was going to say, Obi-Wan's not canon he's, anymore. He's what? actually, I believe, what? Form 3. Form 4 was Ezra Bridger, Ayla Secura, Anakin, and Yoda. Those in the Grand Inc- Wait, Form 4 is Sorsu. Uh, form 4 is right? Ataru. Oh, is Sorsu Form 3 then? Did I just misquote it? I believe you misquoted it. Because I know it's Sor- I know it's Sorsu. I got form, form three. Wow. Form three is Sorosu. <laughs> okay, then he's form three. Uh, yep, yeah, and so Obi uh, and Darth Bane also mastered. Wow, form three. Wow. So then, what was Dooku? Dooku was two, right? Uh, what was Dooku? He was form one. Uh, he was like that dueling one. Yeah, it's like the old style. I think it was form, form one, one or form two. Form three is Obi Wan, uh, and Luminara and Depa Bilaba. Form two. You said wait. You said Dooku was form one. 
Or what is two? Form two. I think it was form one. He has like an old form two. Count Dooku. Is he form two? Is that canon or is that legends? Because they will confuse you on that one. I don't know. Oh, Obi Obi (laughs) Wan is also considered he mastered form one and he mastered form three. Uh, Obi Wan is under form one as well. He did form one and form three along with Kit Fisto. Hmm. And the Grand Inquisitor, because remember the Grand Inquisitor knew all of them. So. That's what I would be. I'd be the master of all of them. Oh, okay. So Qui Gon was form two, which was Makashi. So I was a little off. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Makashi. Look at us learn. Look at us learning today. Learning stuff. You see who else was also form two? This. All right, let's. We can. We can talk about. We can. We can have a whole episode on. Asajj Ventress. Let's. Oh, everyone's favorite. Um, let's finish this movie. Um, We're almost done, right? Almost. Yeah. Uh, I did have a question though. Um, <clears throat> because you see it at the end. Well, technically I've never seen all the rebels, but I did see the last fight scene between Obi and yep. Darth Maul. So I wonder how many times they fought each other in between the first. In and Clone last Wars, time. they fight. Mark, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they fought on two separate occasions in the Clone Wars. At least twice. It could have been three. Um, Yeah, I mean, he fought him with uh, Ventress. Uh, It was three. Well, if you count the encounter on Mandalore as one, then it's three. Well, recall that they did. They didn't actually have a duel. They did fight on a forum when right. Savage Oppress killed Adigalia and he actually fought Maul and Oppress together. Right. Oh, and the, the first time that when we first find out, he goes to that really weird planet like where Maul and everybody, they killed everybody. So it's three. Remember the first? Yes. So it's three. Oh, you're talking... They yeah. met at least four, though, if you count Mandalore. Okay, so it's four gotcha. then? Uh, they had three battles for, like, meetings. Like, because they... He, Obi-Wan didn't actually fight Maul at all in Mandalore. He was captured by Death Watch and then got out. So I believe the Jedi you're talking about, the ones that he killed, are you talking about the master? Oh no, that never mind. I'm thinking of No, no, no. It was a it was a civilization of people that Maul killed. Right. It was when he first uh revealed himself and they said, Unless you send Kenobi, everybody dies, and they cut all their heads off. Okay, I was actually thinking of Savage. I got Savage pretty dark. I got Savage mixed up there. No. That was earlier. Because Savage killed Knox and uh, Halsey. That's who they were. Mm. Right. So yeah, there you go. Three uh, times. So I'm assuming. So I'm assuming after Order sixty six, like they never saw each other until the until end. Until right? that episode. That's correct. Until Rebels. Yeah. 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 So it, we, well, we might get different answers, but yeah, that should be. No, it, it has to be. It has mm. to be. They can't erase that in canon now. It has to be. I've seen it'd be fifteen. Worse. It'd be <laughs> about fifteen to sixteen years after that where they'd see each other again. Mm. Um, That's crazy. And I'd have to be like, can the I get reason <laughs> the battle went so quickly as well is because Obi Wan uh, had studied so much on Maul's fighting style, and he knew Maul's tendencies mm. so well. Is this confirmed? No, now? I I think I this is. This is again a rabbit trail and just going into way too much detail on something that's unimportant. But no, it's because he just grew and he learned. And and he just remembered from that fight. Um he was gonna tempt Maul into doing the exact same 
thing that he tried on Qui-Gon and that wasn't going to work on Obi-Wan because he had learned and he grew and he matured. That was really that. I, I don't think he cared much about Maul um, until... Because that, yeah, that was the cool part was when he switched his stances. Oh, before. so good. That was so poetic. Yeah. Anyway. I'm glad Lance has seen that. So, cool. We're almost to the end, I think. We're I making like. it. Yeah. Well, my next one is, I just wrote total ineptitude and competence again, which I feel like that's, that's like the um, empire slash the bad guys. Total MO is, you know what? We're better than these guys. We're let's, uh, let's not finish business and <laughs> give them, give them a chance. <laughs> I feel like that is the, that's just their battle cry. I don't know. You think after a while somebody would learn? Hmm. I need to. Yeah, I need to finish this job. <laughs> yeah, and you could argue as to why Maul didn't finish the job. I mean, people have speculated this for years. Why didn't Maul just reach down and cut Obi Wan's hands off? Well, that would have left Maul susceptible to Obi Wan taking an arm off of the platform, taking an arm off of his little handle, and basically force pulling him into the hole. So, people. Oh, this and and I'm even talking past that. You know, just the droids and the people controlling the droids. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth Maul, I can kind of see why he did this, but he still got chopped in half anyway. Yep. Um. But yeah, the the fact the fact that they let some little kid autopilot his way into their ship, and then he shot him up, and then you got your catchphrase, and the guys in there were like. There's no way they got through our shield. Well, guess what, dude? Your guy's saying you're getting blown up, so apparently something happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, you well, know? No one could get through our shield. Yeah. They cannot, yeah. Oh, the way they talk. Oh, it's rough. Kind of, kind of freaked me out. But I guess yeah. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean the same guy that goes, they're in the ventilation shaft. That guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, that one, I, well, the other one, the the lower voice guy is actually James Arnold Taylor, who plays really? none other than Obi Wan. James Arnold Taylor. Yes, mm. James Arnold Taylor. Hey, he plays. I call him Titus in Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah, one. he is awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good so, what else do you have left? Is there something else you have left on your? Is that is that uh, it outside of Jar Jar being a dunce? Yeah. Well, how dare yeah. you? <laughs> I did put this down though, because <clears throat> you know, Qui Gon was like train Anakin and Obi was like, okay, I will. And, but then yeah, I guess he finished the trial. How was, was him going against Darth Maul? Was that his trial or was there like another trial he had to do? Uh, he actually, that was his trial. Yeah. Technically speaking, that would have probably passed him. Cause he, he killed the first Sith that had reappeared in like a millennia. They so. probably, yeah. We, just, true. we need to do some Come research on. on this, but I would imagine they would have knighted him merely just on that. Uh, but tactically speaking, you had to go through a particular trial um, when you became a knight. But I'm fairly confident they would have counted that as a trial. Mm, gotcha. But yeah, I know. What does Obi Wan say? You know, the council doesn't approve of me training the child or whatever. And then Yoda kind of. What did Yoda say after uh, that? He, he, he kinda, said, "Well, Qui Gon's defiance, I sense in you." And then need that you do not. Yeah, need that you do not. And then mm. Obi Wan kept pressing it. And then he said, "Your Skywalker, uh, your apprentice, Skywalker will be." You know. So finally, finally, mm-hmm. he kind of like 
just kind of gave into it. He's like, okay, sure. I mean, I guess if it was Qui-Gon's dying words, we need to honor that. It was kind of like just a way to honor Qui-Gon. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm the Grandmaster and I know for a fact what's going to happen, I'm like, uh, yeah, no. But no, what I wrote down was Yoda's technically right about training Anakin. Um, if they never trained Anakin, then he none of this would have happened. Episode two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine never never would have happened. Well, it might have happened just in different ways, and then they really. Sidious so, had other plans. Sidious had other plans. Yoda, Yoda knew. Like what? Sidious uh, had other options on what he could do. There's only there's only one chosen one. No, 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 but I know. But the reality of it is, is that uh, Sidious had other plans. If Anakin was not trained at the Jedi Temple. He had he had other plans in place. He was a mastermind. I mean, did Sidious even know? I don't even think he knew about Anakin until he met him. Oh at no, he knew. Right? Cause he oh, said, he knew. Because because he's like, we're definitely interested in your future. Yeah, he but, said, uh, uh, we will we will uh, watch your career with great yeah. interest. With great interest. Yeah. So to me, I, to me, I feel like that was just kind of a an act of opportunity for Palpatine's part. He's like, oh hey. This uh, this is way better than uh, what originally had planned, so I'm going to change my plan. He was, That's how he I was so it. strong yes. in the Force. I can guarantee you, unequivocally, without a shadow of a doubt, he knew that Anakin was the chosen one. He yes, knew. there's no question. Mm-hmm. Um, even Let's just say, for example, let's just say Anakin got killed. Is- so he just risked it for them, for you know, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to find him and bring him to Not him? exactly. Um, risked it. He, oh, he obviously had plans for Anakin if he could get his hands on him because he's the chosen one. I actually talked about this in a previous podcast with Mark, but uh, you know, you had to—he had contingency plans. Obviously, he wanted the chosen one to be with him on the dark side, so that the chosen one could not fulfill his destiny on the light by destroying the Sith. So he was going to do everything he could to get the chosen one over there. But despite that, let's just say Anakin died, the chosen one's gone. He had at least two to three other contingency plans in place to where he could still take over the galaxy. So um, he didn't need Anakin, but in in his eyes, he wanted to have the chosen one and not let the Jedi have him. Right. So, yeah, mm. for sure. That was it. But, so I guess, because this is right up to, you know, did we kill the apprentice or the yeah. master? So, yeah. The, the, what I love about episode one is I, I feel like George Lucas was still like trying to act like, there was a potential that people didn't know that the same, like Ian McDiarmid was playing Sidious. Like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the wool over their eyes. Oh, they'll never know that he's the villain. Like, (laughs) come on, George. Some people didn't know though, in his defense, (sighs) the people, some people didn't know. I actually had some friends who watched Star Wars for the first time. They got to episode three and they were like, Holy crap, bro. The emperor is this guy. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm. That, uh, that's that's just kind of sad. I know. If you haven't seen four, five, and six, it, it's a little trickier to know. So they watched one, two, mm-hmm. three first, and they had no idea that was that was the emperor. They had not a clue. Hmm. So, but that that rule of two that's set in stone, right? Uh, technically, I mean, because, because, of Darth because I well, well, yeah. But I'm guess what I'm getting at is, you know, where was Dooku at this? Dooku moment? was a Jedi. He was. He? was Yes, at this moment, it was it was it was the death of of Qui Gon that made him rethink some things and then leave the Jedi Order. He was Qui Gon's uh, master at this point. 
Yep. Interesting. Good stuff. All right, Lance. So we really hit the end of the movie. Um, yeah. Is I there have one more question though? Okay, let's hear it. Um, I was actually talking with Joel about this, which hopefully he comes on your podcast. Soon. Yes, he will be soon. But <clears throat> like, what are all the time skips between all the movies? Uh, so, so when they find Anakin at Tatooine versus you know, how long has it been since the end of okay. episode nine? Oh, oh, between episode episode nine. nine? Yeah, I'm talking. I want the full, you know. Okay, so let me let me the whole let me, from, from start let me finish, break this yeah. down for you. Do you want to start from episode one to go to episode nine? Okay. Yeah. So between episode one and episode two, there is a ten year gap. Okay. Between mm-hmm. between yeah. episode two and episode three, there is about a two year gap. Okay. Between okay. three and four. There is a 17-year gap. Between four and five, it is estimated that there is about a two- to three-year gap. I don't know if that's still confirmed um, on what the exact number is, but between two to three. Shoot. I need to be adding this down. Between five and six, there is a one-year gap. Um, between six and seven, there is a 30-year gap. Between set between seven and eight, there is a mark. Correct me if I'm wrong. A uh, two year gap between seven and eight. Uh, eight between and seven nine. and eight, uh, there's like a two second gap. Seven and eight are back to back. Wait a second. Hold on for a minute. Oh, you're right because it picks up with. Uh, uh, yeah, it picks right. It picks right up where it left off. So. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew that. I'm I'm thinking between eight and nine. Between eight and nine, there is a what was you was it two years? Is that what we is that what they estimated? Uh, it's about two. Yeah, I think it's about two. Yeah. So if you add, which is the biggest gap we've seen in, in the. Uh, in so the from sequels. one to nine, from one to nine, if you were to add it all together, I'm doing this mentally. Uh, so I hope you were writing this down, Lance. If you were going to go from episode, uh, if I you wasn't. were going to go from episode one, uh, episode, it's almost a hundred years. No, right? not, not even close. Um, it would be thirty. It'd be 50. about fifty. It'd be. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I can add it up easily. It's about nah, fifty-five it, to sixty years. No, nah, that's closer to. It's fifty-five years. No, because you have you have you have eighteen. No, it's like closer to seventy. It can't be. It's definitely it's at least sixty. I'm pretty sure we landed on sixty. There's guys. There's a chart for this. Uh, why don't you have the chart? Gosh, I'm just what? curious because it can't be that long because yeah. Luke isn't that old. And and Palpatine. Well, yeah, that's uh, well. I don't know. I am going to tell you based on. All right, I have the I have the timeline. Here. I have the timeline. Okay, you say fifty-five, and what are you saying, Lance? I thought it was closer to like 80. Okay. Between Anakin at nine years old, when they pick him up pretty much, to right. when they celebrated at the end of nine. So episode one is 32 BBY. Episode two, 22 yep. BBY. So there's, there's 10 years. So uh, yep. keep count. All right. Um, not going to worry about the Clone Wars. That's not going to help us. Episode three. Uh, episode three, 19 BBY. So there's 13 years. Okay. So it's three more years. And Solo's estimated, estimated. Um, A New Hope is zero BBY. So we just went from... 19 more years. 19. No, 38. Yeah, so that's... That's that's, that's, that's 32. It's 32, 32. Jonathan. 
I must have missed. It I was must 19. Have missed oh, gosh. Yeah, 13 plus 19, so 32. 32. Got it. Yes, 32. And then, so we're at zero BBY now. Uh, and this is actually pretty easy. I can just fast forward all the way to... Um, oh, there's ABY now. Jeez. Okay, yeah, well, let's go back to... Empire Strikes Back is three AB. Oh yeah, we're in three ABY now because we were in BBY. So we're at five years now. So that's three. Mandalorian's at ten. So Mandalorian's ten. Um. So that's forty-two. Okay. So thirty-two mm-hmm. plus ten, forty-two. Um. Resistance is thirty-four ABY. So we're going from ten to thirty-four. So that's a twenty-four year gap. Mm-hmm. So that is sixty-six. Okay. Is that correct? Execute order. So 66. And that's uh, where are we at right now? And then Rise of Skywalker, that was 34 ABY. Oh, Rise of Skywalker is only a year. And that is 35 ABY. So, so that's add one. ABY. Okay. So 67, 67 years. years. Yeah. Okay. So not like a dynasty of Skywalker. Gotcha. So that 67. means that would have put 66. wow, that's insane. That would put Luke at well, I guess it would have put Luke. What, what do you think, Mark? If we said that he was nineteen in A New Hope, and it's third, interesting. That would have put him at um, yeah. I don't know how you're trying. I to guess do that, that puts him at like what fifty five. 55-ish, somewhere in there. Well, that wasn't the math I was doing at the beginning, so I can't I can't verify. Can't verify. It's okay, so we were both somewhere in between there, Lance. I didn't think it could be more than seven yeah. or eight. Sixty, yeah, Lance is closer. 65. So so sixty six years, huh? Sixty seven. How old you how old is how old is your sixty one? Sixty one. Dang, yeah, yeah. Your dad could oh, be Vader. Crap. Whoa. Okay. I will never sleep again. Yeah. It's Father's Day too. I gotta call my dad. Sorry, guys. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, I don't need to do that. I am your father. <laughs> All right, so Lance, last question. Uh, I need final thoughts on episode one because it's already two and a half yeah, hours. Give in us for your final point. thoughts and final thoughts and your your one to ten rating yes. of the yes, movie. That's what I was gonna say. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Like I enjoy all the Star Wars movies. Um, Here's the thing, though. It's I mean, I have very peculiar taste. It's one of those, you know, people say if you have one, like you have one movie you can watch. You know, I wouldn't pick any Star Wars movie. Or you know, if I was bored, I probably wouldn't pick a Star Wars movie to watch either, just because Lame. there's really no big. There's yeah, I mean, but there's no beginning or end. And this is why, listening to y'all's last podcast, I kind of had an issue with season seven of Clone Wars because. There's really no true ending, and I like an ending. But uh, so, am I rating it just based off all the movies that I, I like and stuff? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. it's a movie in general. Okay, so but we also have to keep in mind a five is average. Okay, so it's not so so if you have to keep that in mind too. Like a five is not bad. A five is average. Okay. You know, what's I'd another? I probably give it. Hey, go ahead. Well, uh, what would to me it would be to me an average movie is obviously you know movies that suck you don't watch movies right. that you really like you want to watch all the time or you're willing to watch all the time. To me, an average movie is oh, 
you know, it's on or somebody's watching it, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. But it's also a movie that doesn't really come to mind when you want to watch a movie. So I would probably rate episode one just because I feel like the story really didn't progress that much. It it definitely started a lot of stuff, which I liked, but it really didn't push it forward. And there's probably a few other things that, you know, hindsight 2020, they probably could have done different. Mm. But I'd probably give it like a six out of 10. So I would say slightly above average. You know, it's one of those ones that's, where... I mean, that's solid. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those ones like if I come home and Jonathan's watching it and I have nothing to do, it's either watch it with him or go to my room and cry. I'll probably watch the movie. Well, I mean, between those two. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those ones, you know, after after today, I mean, who knows the next time I'll watch it on my own. Probably never. You know, when's the next time that I'll actually sit down and watch it with somebody else? I don't know. If there's any girls out there that like Star Wars, what's up? <laughs> What's up? I'm a bandwagon fan. Heck yeah. Hey, teach me. I'll let them teach me. But no, I, and I feel like, I mean, I understand that just how big Star Wars is. And, you know, it's also, you know, I feel like George Lucas has done a, well, especially now that I've seen the original ones after it took so long. Yeah. And I, and I understand the story more and just how it ebbed and flowed. And I think Star Wars as a whole is a solid enough movie series, especially right. if you're especially if you're willing to take the time to like read books and read comics, which I don't, but I would like to. I just want it to be fed to me. It's like just give it to me. Let me well, let me just veg out and watch it. I don't want to actually read a book or read a comic, but. Yeah, I like to. I like comics to be read to me as well. Yeah, you know, you should start reading me comics. Reading what comics? Reading me comics. How comic? Oh, that would be that would be a fun little segment yeah. where you get to just read comics. Story to Lance. time with Lance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like story time for Lance. Yes. Yeah, for Lance, yeah, but, not with Lance. For Lance. But uh, yeah, it was a good movie. It's. I mean, you also got to realize I'm a like a super fan. Right. You know, it's, yeah. I'm trying well, to think what I am a super fan of, actually. Yourself. I really well, I try to. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, Mark. I mean, other than, well, other guys, than tennis. I think that's. Right. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. I think that's going to do it for today. Uh, we went over two and a half hours. Wow. Um, and Good content. Good content. I am hungry and tired and sore um and from the screaming and from yelling at jonathan uh i think i mentally drained as well uh because there are many times and i shouldn't be flaunting this on the airways but i'm going to anyway there were some times in this episode where i felt like jonathan just took a rabbit by the ears guillotined it and then just took off running (laughs) (laughs) cook off running with it and then just like not only was he running with it but he was like speaking gibberish to it and we were all just there to witness it and 
It was but uncomfortable at times. Would, would, would you have him any other way, though? I don't know. Probably not. Everybody, Definitely is Why am I always su- supposed to be the butt of all the jokes, man? Like, I, I bring all this great Star Wars knowledge in. Keep it interesting. And the only thing that you can do well, is say no, that here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're talking like, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan was Sorsu. Oh, yeah, Qui-Gon was Makashi. And then you just, like, list every single Jedi that's ever used those forms ever. Instead of just giving maybe, like, one for reference, you're like, oh, this Jedi and this Jedi and this Jedi. Oh, my gosh, this one, too. He's not really counting anymore, so I'm not even going to include not. him. But, like, I said his Had name. Not, we never would have got the forms right. <sighs> well, I mean, he has we could have corrected that. It just okay. I'm just yeah. We could have we could have fixed it in post. Yeah, that was a that's a that's a George Lucas staple. Oh no, we'll fix it in post. But um, but so. no, I'll say I appreciate for appreciate you having me on here. This is actually my first podcast. So well, you did great, and you had notes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're dude. excited to have you back. So Jonathan said say, next week. When when I listen to this, I already know my voice is going to sound weird. That sounds great. I am super. Yeah, but I'm going to be like, I sound like that. That's weird. This is the best dating website for you. So is it? Oh yeah. I don't know, man. I want everything. Everything is a blind. Everything's a blind date on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they call dating apps? Like the big dating app in the Star Wars universe, right? Now what is that? No, I was hoping you knew. Oh. Because I, I figured you were on it. Is there one? Um, I think so. I wish. Star. I wish I was quick enough. Like, I was, half of me was oh, like, oh, I'm totally going to think of, of a good like, name for this. Uh, no, come on, Jonathan. No come up with something. Or, uh, <laughs> or, or, or come and find your pad bay. Gross. I'll Pad work on it. That'd I'll, be a good one. I'll, I'll come up with a name first. Okay. Space have a next. Have it for next time. But okay. well, that's going to close the book uh, on this extraneously long episode. Uh, big thanks to our special guest, Mr. Lance Lance Taylor, uh, the thirty-plus-year-old watching Star Wars, rewatching Star Wars for the first time in a while, and giving his honest reviews. He gave the Phantom Menace a six out of ten. Wouldn't watch it again by himself, but would probably watch it with friends. Um, so I think that's a great rating um, for what is largely considered um, and wrongfully so one of the worst Star Wars movies. I love it. It's one of my go-tos. Uh, but um, Lance, we're so thankful for you. Appreciate you getting to do this. And uh, a special thanks to my co-host and brother in the force and brother in the flesh, Jonathan Becker, for just giving us endless ways to make fun yeah, of him yeah. and to laugh. And we appreciate all that he's done. Uh, in this episode to make us hate him just a little bit more. <laughs> so with all of that, us luminous beings, we will be back next week on the Coruscant Courier podcast. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Coruscant Courier. All of our podcasts are posted there. And you can also hear tidbits and clips from the show, uh, as well as individual videos um, from Jonathan. This one last last month was Plo Koon. Uh, it's a big hit. And why Plo Koon is alive. So if you didn't hear enough of it on the podcast, you can hear more on our YouTube channel. Thanks a lot. And remember, this is podcasting. Mr. Hinton Crunching. That's the last thing Mr. want. <laughs>